The oldest and strongest emotion of mankind is fear, and the oldest and strongest kind of fear is fear of the unknown. H.P. Lovecraft Everyone fears something. Fear is built into us, and if you are really lucky, it will not consume you. There is a niggle at the back of your brain, reminding you not to hang your legs off the bed, not to look behind you as you run up the stairs at night after turning off the light. When passing a mirror, you hope that it was only your reflection you could see. That inch of movement you think you've seen from the corner of your eye. That blood-run cold feeling you get for no reason. That is fear. Welcome to a look into the unknown, where fear is always on the cards. Welcome to Paranormal Power. Ladies and gents, welcome to our special evening here on Easter evening, where we have a special guest for you waiting in the wings. Um, we never got a chance to say hi before the show, but the show is live now, so you'll be meeting him the same time as we will. Uh, today's <laughs> guest is Daniel Jackson, and this very fella, Stephen Thompson, was the guy that recommended we get Daniel on after listening to him on a podcast, and then he went ahead and followed Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson, which is his own podcast, which you guys need to check out. You find that on Audible and all <clears> streaming <throat> platforms. Guys, we're chatting today to a medium. Um, I think he prefers not to even call it um, like be, being a medium. But uh, we had a medium on previously, so it'll be really quite interesting to see how how it differs. But without further ado, I'm going to bring on Mr. Daniel Jackson. Hi, Daniel. How's it going, mate? Can you hear us hey, all right? Hey, How are you? Hey, hey, not bad. Uh, yeah, I, I prefer to be called a medium. What I don't prefer to be called is psychic. Because whenever psychic. you call yourself psychic, people walk up to you and say, hey, mister, what am I thinking? And I go, I don't know what you're thinking, but I think you're an asshole. But anyway. <laughs> an outstanding start to the show. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's yeah, always right. somebody out there who wants to try to try you or trick you and stuff like that. But uh, yeah. I have uh, absolutely a, a way around that. So so uh, with my uh, abilities that I have, they don't just put they put thoughts into my mind and stuff like that. But I actually get touched on my face for yes and no answers. Whenever I get a yeah. yes answer. I get touched across my forehead. It feels like blood, blood dripping across my face. Uh, but when I get a no answer, it feels like a, a tear running down my face. And I've actually had readings before where I had a lady ask me some questions. But the first question I always ask when anybody asks me a question is, is this person telling me the truth? And hmm. if I get that run down my face, I, yeah, this lady asked me some questions and she started asking. I said, is this lady telling me the truth? Because it doesn't feel like it. And they said, no. And I said, wow. so she's telling me untruthful questions? And I got, yes. I said, okay. And I said, all right, lady, we're going to stop this. And she said, why? I said, because you're asking me untruthful questions. You're asking me these certain questions so you can get your own truth, which isn't the real truth because you want to manipulate your partner over here and you want to have power and control over her. And uh, mm -hmm. and her partner looked at me and I, and I looked at her. I said, here's your spiritual sign. And uh, and I and I said so. Uh, ask me truthful questions, and you'll get truthful answers. And she said, looked at me. She said, "How do you know that?" And I said, "Because I'm the because I'm the fucking medium. That's how." Like, <laughs> <laughs> you can't lie to fucking spirit. That's just the way it is. 
Yeah. So, so then she starts asking me questions, and then I gave her the answers, and then she did this. She went, mm-hmm. and I said, "Are you humming?" And she looked at me, and I looked at her, her partner, and I said, "Is she humming?" She said. Yeah, she does that to me all the time. I said, yeah, she's doing it to me because she doesn't like the truth and she can't handle the truth when she hears it. And the reason she does it to you is so she can have power and control over you. So she doesn't want you. She doesn't want you to be happy. She just wants to have control over you. I said, here's sign number two, leave. And uh, she didn't yeah. understand what I meant by that. But uh, I don't pull no punches as a medium. Uh, uh, when I get answers, <laughs> you know, uh, I always tell people I can only tell the truth one way. I can't tell it 50 ways one to one to one way suits you. So if you don't yeah. like the truth, you know, that's your problem. But uh, you're still going to get the truth. Damn. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's nice to have you on the show, Daniel. Just to, to do some introductions. Kevin is the guy at the top left. He's the guy that's been uh, talking to you. I'm uh, J-Mac. Uh, I'm the other half of the po- Sorry, the other third of this podcast. And then you've got Kieran down the bottom left. Um, he's a he's a new mogul. Uh, new <laughs> um, so thanks thanks very much for your time. Um, how, do I, how do I pronounce your names again? Because I don't want to screw it up. Because with you with your accent, uh, yeah, and, and, my, and my American ears, I can't hear shit. <laughs> so, uh, so, so I'm Kevin, and then yep. you've got J Mac, and then Kieran. Um, Just oh, call Kieran. me Jay. Jay's fine. G, I Kieran, G, G, man. Is Kieran Irish? Uh, is that right? Irish, maybe, yeah. Very, uh, yeah, yeah, very Irish. Are you guys all <laughs> Irish? No, all Scottish. No, we're all <laughs> Scottish. Uh-huh. I, I, I have a little bit of uh, uh, Irish, and me, my, my mother's maiden name is Flaherty. You can't get no more Irish than that. Right? <laughs> That's yeah. true. That's true. That's very true. I, I've got a bit of Irish in me as well. It's called Jameson. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's a good kind, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah I, 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 sometimes I tell my wife, I say, hey, baby, you want to get a little bit of Italian in you? <laughs> this is going to be good. <laughs> You're under. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't have a filter. and uh, But what I always tell people is... Uh, because uh, people think this is the, the way it is, but it's not. That uh, God did not create words. God gave us an ability to make sound. Ma- man created words. So <clears throat> basically, in his eyes, you can say any word that you want to. It begins with the letter F that doesn't sound like fire truck. And he really doesn't give a shit. As long as you're not putting that on someone. So if you want to call- say asshole all day long, that's fine. But if you're calling someone as- an asshole, then you're just putting negativity on them. And that's that's just something he doesn't want us to do. He wants us to be nice to each other and take care of each other, not be sick at you know? You've actually touched on one of the first questions I was going to ask you, and it was the, yeah. uh, I think that when it comes to um, me- mediumship or psychic abilities, however you want to call it, and religion, mm-hmm. religion seems to take a, a a distance from it. Am I right in saying that? Oh, yeah, religion hates me because, <clears throat> because of the main reason that religion is bullshit. That's why religions, all, all religions were created by men, and they were created by men for one reason, to have power and control over other men and women. That's why. They just wanted to, they want to tell you how to live your life the way they want you to live it, and they want you to give them 10% at the same time. Let me ask you, how did they know about 10% that long ago? Because the people who wrote that book, that piece of shit book, uh, <laughs> uh, they, were, they were kings and queens. That's how. Because they want yeah. to remain control over everybody. Yeah. They want they want you to they want to tell you that God is a fearful God, but He's also merciful. Which yeah. one is? It? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. 
it, it was just about, like when you <clears> said <throat> a second ago, it said God, God gave man the the ability to make sound, and man, yeah. you know, I was just wondering what your beliefs were on that, and I think we've got a pretty fucking clear answer. Yeah, <laughs> because uh, we we're all we all make sound, but for, we all have different languages from all over the parts of the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Nothing's true. the same. Even <clears throat> even the translations of some languages from other languages is still different. Why? Because we made we we made them up. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> Heather Dow says, "Oh my God, ha ha ha! Barely laughing already. Amazing guy. You're certainly going down with our audience here, Daniel." Hey, I'll tell you what, she was good looking. <laughs> Heather, you fooled. <laughs> yeah. yeah where's, the of, where's the picture of the rest of her? Boom shakalaka. You know? <laughs> Brilliant, brilliant. Wow. Should, Kev, should I, should I tell him? Yes, go. <laughs> absolutely. That's my yeah. sister. No, is it? It's his twin. It's his twin. I don't know if your other friends have told you, but your sister's hot. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Oh, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, okay. so we're off to a flyer here. Like. Next 10 minutes yeah, of a podcast yeah. I've ever heard. Yes, yeah, you, you know that. these guys are thinking that they, they they want to do some shit to your sister. You wouldn't do to a farm you know. <laughs> he's raising his hand. He's like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> just how I sit. He's got two, just how I sit. He has two hands up. God. Um, <laughs> so, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So where did it begin for you? How did how did you first become? <clears throat> You know, where, where where was it that it first happened for you, where you were able to connect to the other side? What what was that like? What kind of? How did it start? There goes that big gulp of Jameson right there. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, uh, I've seen spirit my entire life. Uh, my my whole family did for for a time. Uh, I lived used to live in a state called New Jersey here in America, and uh, there was a there was a. Um, we lived near the Delaware River. There was a a battlefield there where we where we fought the Hessians. You know, you know, God save the Queen. Yeah, whatever. And uh, <laughs> and uh, and uh, we so in that town, um, yeah, Queens, Kings and Queens, bullshit. So uh, uh, we, we we make them famous. So uh, so in that town, uh, there was a, the war was there, and because it was the the battlefield, there was a little hospital on there too. So there was a lot of death in that area. Uh, as there's a lot of death in every area, but uh, the that part of town that and that and that battlefield was very haunted, and so was our home. Uh, my mom and dad and I, my my two brothers and sisters, we saw a lot of stuff. We had these three uh, shadows in my sister's room all the time. I mean, there's you walk in and you saw them on the wall. Um, my sister and my mom were. Uh, uh, my sister was getting ready for school. My mom was helping her, and they were in the bathroom, and they went to walk in front of this door had a full length mirror on it and there was another woman standing in the mirror had a, a colonial outfit on uh we had uh ashtrays and, and glasses fly off the uh, counters there was a time uh this was back in the 70s my my two brothers and i were downstairs watching tv and my sister's record player turned on now in those days in the 70s you had to lift the record up and then you flip the switch it would drop it down and needle come across and play a record but that wasn't the crazy part beyond the part that it was a ghost doing it, that uh, it changed records. So it would be one record on, it would take it off and put another one on. Did you we, see this happening? No, we heard it. 
right <laughs> we heard it downstairs yeah yeah because uh back in the day you had you had records you know that had just you know it was just one band and it went from alice cooper uh to uh pink floyd not a bad change up yeah we, we knew they loved my my sister had a cool record collection you know doobie brothers <laughs> pink floyd alice and chains three dog night toto all this stuff and led uh-huh. zeppelin and they would play the records all the time so it's just you get used to it after a while you know they just happen all we knew it wasn't anything harmful because they would never do anything harmful to us and i had a kid come over to the house one time and he wanted you know all the kids they wanted to come over to my house because they heard about this stuff so he came over to my house and they think it's going to be cool and then him and i were eating some sandwiches in the kitchen and then the radio just turned on and I never saw somebody turn so white so freaking fast in my life. <laughs> he hightailed it out of my house and just kept running. <laughs> he never came back to my house, but every time I was in school, he was always, oh, yeah, I was over his house, man. It was so cool. I was like, yeah, it's so cool, but you're over there shitting your pants. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so it just, it always uh, occurred in that home, but I thought it was just that home. Uh, especially there was a time when my brother uh, owned the home after we had moved out because my mom and dad and I, my one brother moved down to Delaware, you know, the first state, whatever the hell that meant, that means. And, uh, and, uh, uh, my brother was away on a trip, uh, camping and some friends of his came over to his house and uh, to that house and knocked on the door and, uh, no one came to, so in the front of the house is a big picture window and they look in the picture window and they see shadows of people walking around the house. And then they go back to knocking on the door and then they call my brother on the phone and said, Hey, how come you're not coming to the door? And he said, we're not home. No one's home. We're on a camping trip. Who the hell is walking around the home? (laughs) Right. So so then uh, throughout uh, my mom and dad and I, we go and my brother go down to Delaware. My brother leaves after a year because he misses his girlfriend because who doesn't miss that shit. So uh, I was in a band at the time. I played drums for years for like 20 something years. And I was in a band, you know, I had to, back in the 80s, I had the big hair and I had the uh, yeah. spandex, uh, zebra stripe spandex. Uh, yeah, I thought that looked cool. I, I looked like a, like a chick, but uh, it was all right. <laughs> I came home from a gig one time and I laid down in bed. And when I did, something laid down next to me. I felt the, the pillow lay down next to me. And I was like, what the? And I, and I, and that happened like three or four times. And then that fifth time when I sat up to take a look around, uh, Whatever was there picked up the blanket that I had on top of me and it brought it up to the ceiling and shook it above me. And then it dropped it on me. And 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 uh, after that point, uh, for the next two years, I slept on the couch because I was scared shitless. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, who, who wouldn't be? Uh, yeah, but yeah. I've seen things. There was a time I was, I was with a girlfriend <clears throat> one time in my uh, in my bedroom. We were watching a Rocky Horror Picture Show. And yes. Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. But who doesn't like? Never seen it. Guys? Still never drag, seen it. You know, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love yes. guys in drag. It's awesome because you know they're, they're they're not they're not uh uh yeah 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 they're yeah, yeah. they're not they're not chicks with dicks they're dudes with tits that's what they're so, uh, yeah 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 no as as still uh, so, uh, so he was at the foot of the bed and I was at the head of the bed. And then we're watching t- the TV show, and then out of my closet, the, this big white thing, about four feet long, about two feet thick, snaked its way out of the closet across the room, and then got about halfway across the room, and then it just disappeared. And my girlfriend looked at me, she was like, did you see that? I said, yeah, let's get the hell out of here. 
but I've seen that type of stuff my entire life. It just, it became normal. Um, Do you still see that kind of stuff now? Uh, uh, I see it in a different way now. Okay. Uh, I don't see just like the regular like form. I mean, I mean, still, still see some forms, but but uh, more like in a shadow form. Uh, if you've ever seen somebody like when you're outside uh, and it's hot outside and you see heat coming off the road and it looks like squiggly lines. Well, I see that in my house. Um, I see. Um, but I also see faces as well. I, I see everything. So I don't just see people. I see dogs, cats, horses, cows, fish. Uh, I see other beings from other worlds. Uh, I'm able to see into both realms. I see into heaven uh, and I see into uh, earthbound too. Uh, and the reason I see into earthbound is because I, I'm uh, one of my main gifts that they gave me to do is uh, to cross spirit over into the light. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I, um, I got to a point where in my 20s, 30s, 40s, everything was just, it was just this all the time. <clears throat> until around I was just about to turn 50 years old and then it was about six months before that my wife um went away on vacation to see her daughter for two weeks and uh I saw everything in my house that you could ever think of ever imaginable that was in a scary movie for two weeks um I saw uh, uh seven foot skeletons walking around the house I saw green and red mist pouring out of the walls with skulls pouring out of the walls with fangs and red eyes. Uh, I saw this cloud coming out of the corner of a room. It was one night it was red, one night it was green, one night it was blue, one night it was yellow. Then it was red with black stripes, green with black stripes, blue with black stripes. Uh, I saw a cloud form above the bed and then this wall like open window blackness opened up and I saw these two skeleton arms come out. But I'm very aware of everything around me, and I pay attention to everything, especially from being a drummer. You have to do that when you're in a band because you got to make sure these other guys aren't making mistakes because they make mistakes. I'm always correct. So anyway, so, uh, yeah. and, uh, and when these arms come out, uh, neither one of them had any hands. It was kind of strange. And then they pulled the body out, and then uh, I saw the head that had bigger eyes and bigger mouth and was looking around the room and staring at me. And, and then it went over top of me, and then it went behind me, and then it just disappeared. Um, I saw what, um, so I was, I went downstairs to get my cat, my big 20 pound cat. And I said, come on, buddy, it's time to come upstairs. He looked at me. He looked to his right. I looked to my left to see what the hell he was looking at. And then I saw a wall of blackness appear in the middle of the floor. And then I saw a man walk out of it and he had a big wide rim hat and a, a long black coat. I couldn't see his eyes or his face, but I could see his chin and his nose. And he walked out of the wall and then he walked across the floor. But what was strange, other than that being strange, was he didn't have any feet. And he just walked across the floor in a perfect stride and he walked right through the wall. Uh, but as I found out uh, uh, now, as I know now, uh, they're not walking through walls because they don't, they're not, they don't live in a physical world. They're just walking. So, uh, but I saw that. Uh, and that was uh, what people want to call the famed uh, hat man. Uh, but now I see the famed hat man on a regular basis, at least once a month. Uh, and he talks to me. And if you guys want to know, I'll explain it later. Uh, I know why he's here. And he's not, this, here for, not here for the reason you think he is. Is this the same hat man that people see during sleep paralysis episodes? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So, mm. so I saw that. I, saw, I was just seeing all kinds of stuff. 
So then my wife comes back from her vacation and uh, she tells me about her adventures. And then I tell her about mine. <laughs> and uh, because I'm, I'm diabetic, so my wife was a nurse. She thinks that maybe something's going on with my medication, maybe some type of diabetic uh, psychosis or something. But uh, three days after her being back, she started seeing a lot of the same things. Now, I, I had previously told her about myself before when we, when we first met. Uh, and she had told me about a couple of things. But uh, she, after that event, uh, she's never seen so many things in her life that she does when she's around me. So, uh, so we sought out help with that. And um, I, I tried to get a paranormal group come to the house. And I, I, I finally got one to come to the house. And uh, that was an interesting. Uh, they came to the house. It was this woman and these three guys. One guy had a video camera, one guy set up all the equipment, and one guy was just walking around. He had a Bible in his hand, because that's going to make a big fucking difference. Holy water. I took a drink at the wrong moment. Yeah, you know that you drink holy water? That's what I'm drinking. Absolutely not. Right in your mouth, because that's about all it's going to do. So... They're doing all that stuff. He's setting up all this equipment. And he's got these little boxes with lights on it and wires sticking off of it. And I said, what do they do? And he said, well, spirit produce uh, static electricity. And I was like, really? Like like how? And he says, well, look. He rubbed his hand on the couch and went like this. And then went bloop, bloop. And I was like, oh, okay. That's pretty neat. And I said, spirit does that? He said, oh, yeah, you, you'll, you'll see. If there's, if there's anything here, it'll pick it up. I said, oh, okay. So they put all this stuff around. And there's one guy who's uh, asking questions, and he keeps saying, so where do you have all this activity? I said, well, where don't I have all this activity? It's out throughout the house. I said, but there's a lot in the bedroom. He said, all right, let's go in there. So I go to walk through the door, and when I do, I walk past all these little boxes. When I walk past them, every one of them goes, Bloop, and lights up. And I turn around and look at everybody else because they're not through yet. And I'm like, what the hell just happened? And they're looking at me like, we don't know. They come walking through the door. Nothing. <laughs> nothing happened. So we get in the room. The uh, cameraman says, hey, I feel drawn to go into the into the closet here. Is that a walk-in closet? I said, yeah. I said, we can go in there. He said, you have much t activity going in there? I said, I said, there's not a spot in this house I don't have activity going on. But yeah, let's go in. I walk in. We're in there for about 30 seconds. He says, I'm getting sick. I'm getting sick. He runs out. Stands outside the room for a minute, and he's just back in the bedroom. And he's like, I feel better. I think I can come back in. I said, all right, whatever. He walks back in. Well, within seconds, he's like, I'm getting sick again. I'm going to throw up. I, I said, well, don't throw up in my closet. You're going to shit on my shoes, you know? So, uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah. he walks out of the closet and um, and stops. And he's like, he's like, how come you're standing in the closet and you're not getting sick? And I am. I said, I don't know. That's why you're here because I need to. <laughs> so we leave the bedroom. We go in the living room. I go to walk through the door again. When I do, they all light up again. They walk through the door. No. And he says, You know what? I got to get some more of these things. I go out to the truck. They get them. They plant them all over the house. Now, everywhere I walk out through around the house, these things are, are going off like, like traffic lights, you know? And uh, but it's nothing happening when they come past them. They asked me to go down the basement with them, so my wife and I take them down the basement. And my wife and I at that point really didn't feel 
safe going down the basement anymore because of that incident I had that there was always a dark presence down in that basement at that point. So we go down and there's a mirror against this wall and I walk past the mirror and then I stand there and the guy comes up to me and starts talking to me and I see him doing this all the time when he's talking to me. He's gone. I'm like, what the hell is he looking at? And I, I said, I walk away and he says, Mr. Jackson, you go back here a minute. I said, sure. He said, stand right here again, right here. I said, okay. He goes, no, just kind of turn your head around. And I turned my head around. I never paid attention to it. I'm standing in front of the mirror and it's standing, it's, it's sitting there vibrating. Just, and I was like, he says, now step away. I step away. It stopped. I was like, okay. So we go in the, in this one back room and this back room, there's no windows in there. It's just, we have lights in there, but I mean, it's dark as hell. You turn out the lights. And um, we're standing in there, and he says, I want to try an experiment. I want everybody to turn their equipment off. And he says, uh, we turn the light switch out. You can't see in front of you, nothing. It's so dark in there. And he says out loud, he says, is there anybody here in this room with us? And then you hear this from up above, and we're all standing there like. <laughs> and somebody said, did you, do, did you just touch something? No, I didn't have to. Well, I mean, we're all standing in close proximity of each other. So he says it again, is there anybody here with us? And then you hear again. And, and then all of a sudden, a light, like a light bulb, turns on on the floor. Like a light just comes on and turns right back off. And the, and the leader of the team goes, do you have lights on the floor here? I said, you're standing on carpet. Where the hell am I going to put lights on? <laughs> the guy who's by the light switch, he turns it back on. And we're all they're all looking around. I said, I don't know what you're looking for. There's no lights on the floor. You're on carpet. And he's like, this is strange. All right, we we we, we got to go back upstairs. So we go upstairs, and the the girl she's taking pictures, digital photos. She's walking around taking just pictures of everywhere. She took twenty six photos. She took a picture of like one guy in the team, and then me standing next to that guy in the team, or me standing by myself, or me standing with another guy in the, in the team. Every picture that had me in it had fifteen or twenty light orbs completely surrounding me. Nothing around anybody else. Everyone, all the other pictures were just blank. But when I'm standing around, there's like all these light orbs around. And and the girl says to one of the guys, hey, you got to come over here and check this out. And I'm like, what do you got going on there? She's like, well, we're not supposed to tell you until the big reveal, but you got to see this. I was like, I looked at it. I was like, what the hell is that shit? She's like, they're light orbs. I was like, okay. Why? How, how come they're all around me? They're not around him. And she says, I don't know. I've seen them before. But not that many. There's a lot of them there. And I was like, okay, well, whatever. So uh, uh, they had one. They had me do this one experiment where they had me lay in a bed in the bedroom and pretend I'm going to sleep, okay? Because a lot of shit goes on in there. <laughs> so uh, yeah, because man, and so and this was uh, this was groundbreaking evidence that came through this one time now I, I i see it all the time but I, but what happened was they came into the bedroom with this thing called uh an ovulus or a spirit box yeah and i've never you know i mean i don't have one of those i know those things are expensive i look at them now but uh, but i don't need one because the way that i see things now that, that <laughs> thing ain't nothing so uh <clears throat> they come in they turn it on Immediately after they turn it on, it starts spitting out words. They didn't even ask her the question yet. It says, mm -hmm. Wendy, Paul, Michael, Helen. It said, 
unique, special, energy, light. One time it said the word road, like a street, said road in that computer voice. And when it said that, a car went mm, right past the house. And I'm laying there in my bed going, holy shit. <laughs> and then they started asking questions. And they did it for 10 minutes. And every question they asked, it answered it for 10 minutes, back and forth. They asked a question, it answered. They asked a question, it answered. One of the questions that struck me most was, they asked, are you here to harm Daniel? And then that voice came through and said, no, we're not here to harm Daniel. We love Daniel. We love Daniel's light. Daniel is the light. And when it said Daniel is the light, I was like, what the fuck does that mean? What, what is that? And I got goosebumps. I'm getting them now because I still remember. And, uh, and I was like, what? So they, they finish up. They walk out of the room. I get up. I walk out of the room. I see my wife there, and they're all huddled up. And I said, what the hell's going on? She said, I don't know. They're talking about something. And I said, all right. They finally turn around, and they look at me, and I said, hey, man, that was pretty cool. You got all, did you hear all that? That was crazy. And I said, well, yeah, Mr. Jackson, but uh, there's an issue we have with that. And I said, issue? I was like, it, it wasn't harmful or, or mean or anything, right? I mean, it was just it, it was just talking. They said, well, yeah. And, the, and then the video guy goes, well, that's the issue. I said, we, we were having an intelligent conversation. I said, so what's wrong with intelligence? And he said, well, usually we can we can get that thing to spit out a word or two. I said, okay. He said, it never says sentences, Mr. Jackson. And I was like, yeah, but it did. And I was saying all kinds of stuff because I was excited about it, that, that other people were witnessing what I witness all the time. And, it was, and they said, yeah, well, it never says sentences. We can't ever get it to say sentences. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, okay. And he said, I said, so what do we do now? He said, well, we'll come back in a couple of weeks and we'll, we'll, we'll do a big reveal with you and we'll let you know what's going on. He said, but... You know, at this point, he says, I'm going to give you uh, 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 a small little Bible here. I'm going to tell you about some prayers that you can put on your computer and you can, you can, you know, click go and it'll, it'll say them out loud if you have any instances go on and stuff like that. And, uh, and he gave me the spray bottle. I said, what's that? He goes, oh, it's holy water. I was like, yeah, okay. And, uh, and uh, uh, I mean, we were doing dumb shit, like, you know, pouring salt around the room and all that stuff. You know what that does? Makes your floors fucking salty. Walk through your room. He's got a salt lick on the floor. You know, it's about it. So, uh, yeah, we we did all this stuff, and then because you know, at this is a stage where we didn't know where to go, what to do for information. We were just going on the internet looking for things to do to to, to rectify the situation. I even tried to have a, a a priest come over and do a an exorcism. They don't do that anymore. And he won't, and he wouldn't do it. So, uh, so two weeks goes by, three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, six weeks, nothing. I don't hear nothing. And I finally reach out to them, and I call them up, and I said, "Hey, man, I said you got to come back and do the re big reveal." He said, "No, we uh, we're not going to do that. Uh, uh, I can't get the team together." I said, "What do you mean?" He said, "Once we walked out of your house, uh, we got on the front lawn, and the the whole team quit, and uh, they don't want to do it no more." Uh, and I said, really? And he said, yeah, they don't want to come back into your home. They're scared to come back into your home. I said, why? He said, well, because we don't get that kind of information from one home. Uh, we do have to do like 10 or 15 in investigations from different homes to get that much material. We don't get it from one place. And I was like, 
but it wasn't really bad stuff. He said, yeah, but it freaked everybody out. I said, well, will mm-hmm. you come back home and, and just tell me what's going on here? He said, I don't feel comfortable doing that either, Mr. Jackson. He said, but the, I, I said, what do I do at this point? He said, you know, I, I really don't know. what." I said, you know, you're not helping anybody. You're not helping me. You're, you're supposed to be the professionals here. I said, maybe you ought to get out of this business. He said, well, the whole team quit. And he said, I don't think I'm going to do this anymore either. He, I, he said, we've been doing this for four years and we've never had anything like your home happen. And I was like, he's, he's like, he said, we know, we know, there, we know you have spirits in there. I said, I know I have spirits. I just need to know why I have them in there, you know? So, uh, so at that point I, I started reaching out to mediums. I found five of them that would talk to me. Uh, none of them knew each other. Uh, each one of them told me the same story about me. Uh, and one of them in specific, um, I, I talked to her on the phone and then she said, well, what I thought was strange, she said, I want you to come to one of my shows to see how I do it. And I was mm-hmm. like, why should I see how you do it? But okay. So I, I got some tickets to the show. My wife and I went to the show. <coughs> and uh, <coughs> strangeness happened as soon as we got there. I didn't tell this lady when I was coming, but I walked into the door. My wife and I walked into the door. And when we did, the lady was standing right there. And she watched me walk into the place. She just followed me and followed me until I sat down. And I turned to my wife and I said, man, that was strange. What's going on there? She said, why is she staring at you? I was like, I don't know. I didn't tell her I was coming. She said, all right. So there was 50 people in there. She read eight people out of the 50. I was the second one. She said, uh, during the reading, before she read me, <coughs> she gave everybody instructions on what to do. And then uh, she said, there's this one spirit that keeps coming in here. I have to keep telling him to, to, to stand back because he keeps trying to push his way to the front of all the other spirits are in this room right now. And um, so she reads one person, then she gets to the next person. And she says, as, and the instructions were, if anything that I say resonates with you, with this particular spirit, I want you to stand up, put your hand up and say, you know, I think that's, had to do with me. So she comes through and she said, there's a spirit here. His name is uh, Robert, uh, but he goes by the name of Bob. He wears flannel shirts all the time. He wears white t-shirts, but he also wears a business suit. And I stood up and I said, yep. Uh, I said, sounds like my dad. My dad's name was Robert, uh, Bob. Uh, and uh, he wears uh, flannel shirts and white shirts and a business suit when he goes to work. And she said, uh, I have a feeling that he, he fell down when he passed away. And I, I said, yeah, I said, my, my dad fell down. He uh, was working in the basement of our home, my previous home and uh, walked up the stairs and fell down and moved his brainstem. And that's what, uh, that's what killed. And, uh, and she said, well, I'm also seeing um, someone wearing medical scrubs and looks like a, a school bus and some, uh, uh, some bars, like prison bars. I said, yeah, that's me. I said, uh, I just went back to school for medical records and uh, I wear scrubs all day and I work in a prison. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I knew this stuff was not fake. <clears throat> but then she said, who is Sarah? And I said, Sarah. I said, Sarah. I said, my niece. She said, no, Sarah, that had to make the big decision for your dad to pass away. I said, oh, the one I had to pull the plug. She said, yeah. I said, that's my mom. Her, my mom's name is Joan, but her middle name is Sarah. 
How the hell did she get that? I know. I talked to this lady on the phone one time, you know? Yeah. So I, I, the, just, just one thing, but uh, it sounds like we're going to get some good, good stories out of here. I just wanted this is a technical thing. Uh, that microphone in front of you looks like a nice, expensive piece of kit, but I, I don't think that's the one we're hearing you through. Can you check your settings to make sure that that's the one selected for this app? Um, it's just, I think it's the webcam that we're hearing you through. Um, uh, the hey, yeah, you're correct. Hold on. Okay. Yeah, it is that. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, so at the end of the show, my wife does all the technical stuff. I just thought it was uh, turned off. I guess it was. Jesus. Okay. So, uh, as I say, you know, I'm a medium. I'm not psychic. Okay. So, uh, so at the uh, at the show, at the end of the show, she does. You know, uh, at the end of my reading, she says. Uh, Come down and you can talk to me a little bit more and I can give you some more information. I was like, oh, okay. <clears throat> so I go down there. I wait till everybody's done. I walk up to her and I said, hi, my name's Daniel Jackson. She goes, oh, you're the guy I talked to like two weeks ago. I said, yeah. She said, I want you to wait till everybody leaves. We need to talk. I said, okay. So to the side, everybody leaves. She said, I saw you come into the room. I said, yeah, I noticed that. My wife and I kind of looked at each other and we were like, what's going on with that? She said, well, because I see you like spirit sees you. And I said, how does spirit see me? She said, well, I know you have an ability to see spirit, but you see a lot of them, don't you? I said, lady, you have no idea. It's like being in a room with a thousand people, except uh, nobody leaves and more just keep coming in. That's how many I see in a day. I see more spirit. Even now, I see more spirit in a day. And any paranormal group is ever going to see in their lifetime. Is that constant? Uh, it's a constant. It never turns off. It Can never you see any off. from what we've got going on here? Can you see any? Yeah, all? there's a dog standing next to you on your left-hand side. A dog like, standing next to me? A dog, a German Shepherd. Yeah, you. Hmm. Uh, there's a man uh, standing next to you, Jay. Uh, uh, He's got long hair, but he's kind of balding on top. Um, it's white hair. Uh, he's got uh, thick eyebrows. Uh, he has blue eyes. Um, he's got a little bit of, of a, a gray beard, and it's like a uh, like a goatee, but it's a full beard as well. But his hair is long. It's, it's beautiful long. Hmm. And this is Jay, the guy at the top. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Karen. Hmm. Um, You have uh, two people standing next to you on your right-hand side. Uh, one is a gentleman. The other one is a woman. They're standing together as a couple because they have their arms around each other, and they keep looking at each other, and he keeps kissing her on the cheek. Um, but you also got uh, one, two. You have three children standing on your left side. Oh, they're a whole family. Hmm. Yeah, I see them all the time. I see them all. So, like when 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 I look at your backgrounds, I mean, if I look at your, if you have a like you you have a, a black background, I don't see a black background uh, in my regular vision. Everything I see has blue in it. I see a, like a mist of blue in everything. I see energy all day long. 
Uh, it never goes away, it never turns off. And uh, when I go outside at nighttime, when you look up in the sky at the night, in nighttime, what do you see? You see the stars and the moon and all that. I don't. Mm -hmm. I see the moon and I see a blue black sky. I don't see the stars anymore. It turned off like three and a half years ago. And the reason being is, is so that uh, when I see that blue black sky, all I see is energies around. I can pick up anything and everything all the time. Uh, even uh, in, a, in another sense of it that I just uh, kind of figured out about a year ago that when I look up in the sky, if I see anything else that is um, um, what we would call man-made or uh, not natural light. So if something was flying around up in the sky, I can see it mm. everywhere. And believe me, we're not alone. So, uh, so yeah, I, I talked to this lady and, uh, and she said, yeah, I can see spirit like you, like I see you like I say spirit sees you. And I said, what do you mean by that? And she says, uh, well, with people like any of you guys, when spirit looks at you, the ones that are around you now, they don't see your full you, okay? They see your body frame and then they see your light that's inside of you. So you kind of look like a sketched version of you uh, with not so much color in it, and then they see light inside of you, and that's your soul. Uh, with me, uh, they don't see me like that. Uh, as this woman uh, told me, she says, all I see with you, uh, all they see with you is a ball of light. You look like like a big glob of light, uh, and there's no actual um, no actual f a frame to you or a structure to you. All they just see is light with you. And I said, I said, yeah, uh, okay, well, what do I do with that? And she says, well, you ever you ever like feel like you're getting like little itches and stuff all over your body? I was like, yeah, all the time. What, what the hell is that? She says they're walking up to you and touching you. I said, okay, why are they touching me? Because they're trying to figure figure you out. I said, why are they trying to figure me out? I said, that's strange. And she said, because they believe that you're the light into heaven. And okay. I was like, okay, what what do you mean by that? And she said. And, and then and this is the way that I explain it now. Um, when you when you die, when you pass away, you're going to stand up out of your body. Each of you will, because you guys have the same thing in common with me that you have in, in common with everybody in the face of this earth. I, I, I don't care what type of vaccine you take. You're going to die. OK, because there's two rules in this world. As long as you understand the rules and you comprehend them and, and you follow these rules, you're going to pay attention to the lives around you more and your own. And rule number one is people die every day. And rule number two is you can't change rule number one. When it's time for you to go, it's just your time. That's it. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, they just keep coming up to me. And she says, uh, they believe you're laid in heaven. So, and the way that that works is you're going to stand up out of your body. You're going to look down. You're going to go, well, oh, I guess I don't need that anymore. You're going to take a step to the left. You're going to look to the right because that's the way it works. And you're going to see a light turn on. And you either cross into that light or you don't. And if you don't cross in, you remain here as an earthbound spirit. But in order to cross over, you have to let go of all your pain, anger, sorrow, grief, guilt, all these feelings, all these so-called feelings that you learned how to have here on earth. And when you return home, you return back as a beautiful white light. And that's what you are. And that's what I mean. You return home because you're not home right now. This is just a place to learn things. Mm -hmm. so you said that... You, you said that um, uh, when you die, you've got the possibility of going to, to heaven. Now, heaven to me is a religious concept. 
And no, it's not, has nothing to do with religion. Neither does God, neither does Jesus. They have nothing to do with religion. Heaven and, and religion indoctrinated God and Jesus and, and all that stuff into their ideology, and again, to, to have power and control over you. It's just called heaven. That's what we call it. But that's not what this really is. It's just another place. It's another place that you are, you as a pure energy goes back to because that's where you came from. Because we, everyone, all for, all four of us and everyone throughout this world is connected to each other because we all come from the same family, the soul family. Mm. No one is black or white or, or red or yellow or green. You may have that colored body because that's the body you, you chose to come into from your soul to learn your lessons and fulfill your purpose. But in all actuality, we all leave here we all go back home. If you choose, if you Stop. choose to go into the light, you can. If you choose not to go into the light, because of many reasons, because when you stand up out of your body, Jay, you're going to get all the perfect memories back of your lifetime here. But you're okay. going to get all the perfect memories of all your other lifetimes too. And when you realize at that point that you have been here a shitload of times, <laughs> then you're going to realize also that you may have to come back again. Is there a, you, is, you may not is, want to. Is there a number of times? Is there a, a specific number of times that we're here, or is it just each infinite? Person, each person's different. Do you want? To, do you guys want to know how many times you've been here? Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. J twenty-seven. Uh, Kevin. Twenty-eight. Kieran. Twenty-eight. Hmm. I'm being told that I get. I get a number put into my head and then I ask it and I'm at, so this is a, as fast as I gave you that number, I told you how many times I, I, I heard it in my head. I asked, is that many? And they said, yes, 28. And I said, okay. And then I told you to, and then when I went right to the next person, it happens that fast. Do you believe that we carry anything over from our previous lifetimes? Yeah. Well, you do. You carry over everything that makes up who you are is what you carried over. It's your sense of humor. It's your personality. It's everything. Mm. And anytime you ever have something called a deja vu, it's not a deja vu. It's a memory. It's a memory. You may have not taken, you may not lived in that home, but you take, you took up that space, or maybe you did live in that home at one time. And that's why you know where everything is in that town and these different landmarks and all, because you took up that space in a previous lifetime. But the, here's the thing that I'm here to tell everybody. People want to, they want to go with the whole past life regression thing. And the reason they do it now is because they want to have a story to tell somebody else. Oh, I was married to a king or a queen, or I have royal blood and all. Hey, you know what? We've all been here so many freaking times. We're all ro royal blood, you know, because we've all been from all, we're all from all over the world. <clears throat> Don't mess with 23andMe and Ancestry.com because the person you're looking up from 100 years ago who looks similarly like you was you, you dipshit. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> it's the version of you, that's all. So don't pay somebody a bunch of money that you're wasting your time with to find out a freaking story. Because if your life was so freaking important the last time you were here, mm -hmm. you wouldn't be here now. You would have fulfilled mm -hmm. your purpose and would have not had to come back. Your sister's been here 26 times. Wow. 26. Wow. Uh, Stephen Thompson uh, asks. Your sister's been here 26 times. <laughs> your sister was... Uh, your sister, actually, the last time you were here in your lifetime, Jay, your sister was actually your mother. Was my so brother. Human, uh, I what, can't believe that. What, what's this person saying? When are so Stephen Thompson said, 
he says, so when we are here in human oh, form. Oh, no, I love this. I love this. I love this collection. Okay, so when you, when you pass away and you come back, nobody comes back as a shark, okay? <laughs> Damn. Yeah, you dipshit. No, so you know, humans come back as humans. Sharks come back as sharks. Cows come back as cows. And when you leave here and you go back home, a cow is not going to be pissed off at you because you ate a hamburger. Okay, because uh, because they are a soul and they know this. They know the, the the order of life. They know the circle of life. They understand it as well as you will too. Why? Because when you get back there, you're related to everything. You're connected to everything. You're connected think, to every. You walk outside and you look at a tree. You're connected to that tree because think, every living thing on this face of this earth has a soul. I can tell Kieran has a burning question. He's, he's just got a look in his face that, that says he's got a burning question. I think he just thinks I'm handsome, but go ahead. <laughs> I mean, look at that picture of me you guys got up there. I mean, we had those professional pictures taken. Look how handsome I am in that picture. And look at me. Really? <laughs> I have to show a picture to my wife when I want to get lucky, you know? <laughs> no, really? I mean, it's more, it's more, it's kind of more thinking when you're saying that, uh, like example, a shark stays as a shark, comes back as a shark yeah. every time. But how does that work when we're specifically just energy then? So then we're not just energy, <clears throat> we're actually just a human form of energy. And well, therefore, every other species has its own specific species energy, and that's how they're linked to what they are. Like how how do you not how are you not able to, to cross your body. over? Your body is just a vessel. And in order no, but for then, that spirit in order for that soul to be here to do the physical things that it needs to do within this space, it has mm. to be in that body. That's all. I mean, yeah, but, your mom and dad is not really your mom and dad because all they did is create the body. They didn't create mm. the soul. But each energy individually is created for a specific reason. So a specific uh, energy is meant to be a cat or a dog or, or, or a human. So, okay. So on that, but we're all souls, so we all come from the same place. We're just connected to each other. But yeah, you have a each soul has a different role and a different role to be here, meant to be here for. Just like people want to talk about, um, this may make it more sense to you. People talk about uh, soulmates. Okay, soulmate is not someone you're going to fall in love with. That is complete and total bullshit. Okay, <laughs> a soulmate is a soul that you worked well with or were very good, very close with back home. Now you're both here at the same time and now you meet up together. And a soulmate like may be your mom and dad or your best mm. friend, but a soulmate mm. also may be your dog and your cat. Mm. What is the soul? Uh, the soul is just an energy that was created. It's been created by what we would call God. But God is not his actual name either. Just as your name isn't your real name, this is just your human name that you're recognized by. When you get back home, your real name is more like a sound vibrational thing. But because you've been here so many times, that there are some souls who may call you by your other names as well, but they will call you by your vi vibrational soul name as well. You'll hear Could somebody go, oh, and you'll go, oh, fuck, that's me. Okay, and then you're <laughs> can you Can you tap into any of our um, previous names? Um. Your last, your your previous name before this was Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Yeah, you've also been um, a Bill. <laughs> Looks uh, like a Bill. 
You've also been an Allison. You don't always come <laughs> back as a man. No one Weekly. Does. Yeah, you always go. Um, um, yeah, that one I can't pronounce. It's Japanese. Okay. Do you do you have do you have a what what other spirit spiritualists or mediums psychics? Do you have a, a spirit guide that gives you this information? Or where does that information come from? Uh, my information comes from what we call archangels. They're not men with wings. They don't have wings. They don't have a shield. They don't have a sword. Uh, they're not fighting a battle in heaven. Uh, as as we were even beyond what we were taught that we were we were taught all the demons and devils hang out in hell. Why would they be in heaven? Because they're not. Because they're just because those two those two what it is it's just a different realm. Those two realms are separated. And in order for one to be in the other, uh, with with uh, same thing with uh, positive and negative energy, they just can't be in the same space. Like a magnet, the, the two magnets, they can't hold the same space. Uh, you're either in one or the other. And and the, a lot of the reasons why they choose not to go into the light and remain here are those. You know, I've been here a shitload of times. I don't want to come back. And the reason why you come back is not because of punishment whatsoever. No one gets judged. Judge God judge you. You know, we judge ourselves a thousand times a day. Why does he need to do it once more? Because he just doesn't. Okay. So all that stuff is bullshit. They, and the only reason, again, they want to tell you that stuff is so they can have power of control over you. And and we unfortunately we relinquished that power and control a long time ago. We need to take it back. I have uh, two questions here from our audience members. Cesare Michna says, but energy can be converted, Daniel. How does the soul energy how is the soul energy excluded from this rule? Who said there was a rule? <laughs> Cesare, who said there was a rule? Next question. Um, yeah. Brian Hunsinger says, so if you can tell how many times a person has been here, can you tell who a person was in a past life? Well, uh, you just essentially <clears throat> done that, didn't you? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I've had previous past lives. Uh, you know, I've told you guys how many times you've been here. Uh, mm -hmm. So, so when I was talking about <clears throat> she sees me as this glob of light, uh, and and then souls see me as they think I'm the light in the heaven. Well, when you when you die, there's a light there, okay. And if you cross in, it turns off. If you don't cross in, it turns off. You remain here as an earthbound spirit. After that light turns out, that is your personal light, and everyone gets one. But there's always one continual light that shines all the time. And it's a, a continual light as like a beacon of light. And they can hear, spirit can hear sound from it. Now, spirit themselves, if they don't want to listen to you three guys talking, because they're standing right here, but they don't want to listen to you, they can tune you out. But they cannot tune out the sound that comes from this one particular light, because it is the light that shines in the heaven to show them where, if because they can cross over any time that they want to. But they have to be able to let go all their pain, anger, sorrow, grief, guilt, all that mess that they learned here. Because this is how you know you learned everything. If you take two children of the age of two years old of every race, creed, and color and stick them in one big giant stadium room and get two of them to turn around and say, hey, I want you to point to me. Who do you hate? They're going to look at you like you're fucking crazy because they didn't learn how to hate yet. They don't yeah. they have to learn all this stuff. They come into this world and then they get taught all this stuff, the ways of the world. It's basically like taking a bucket of bleach and throwing it on top of them and desensitizing them from everything that's real, everything that's true. So... Uh, but so yeah, they see me like that, and they keep coming to me, <clears throat> and they, they this light shines. You, it can hear that light. It can hear the voice that's coming from that light. 
but also the, re the reason that light has to be here is for two reasons. One, to shine all the time so that all spirit, ones who are connected to bodies and not connected to bodies, can see the light, can sense the light, can feel the energy. And two, so that that particular light can cross them over into the light. So it's me. No, you're going to have to explain something to me. I'm going to explain something to you. The light right. that shines in the heaven. No, 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 not that. I'm, I'm, You've been here so many times. I've been here 23,999 times. My soul keeps coming back. It never leaves and never goes home. It just goes from one body into the next body. I've been here. My soul's been here since the beginning of time. I'm the closest thing you're ever going to get to God because I, teach, well, I, talk, to, I talk to archangels and, and they are the right hand of God. You want an answer from God? Ask me. <laughs> Not necessarily. Uh, this is just an answer <laughs> from you. Um, so, right, it's just to do with the with question we got from Says, and it's the, when, he, when you said that there's not necessarily a rule about energy. I, no, there isn't. People make up rules. No, no, no. Well, people understand theoretical logic into rule form because they can't find an alternative. Right. So, because on because that the alternative basis, is within themselves and they won't listen to themselves, so they got to find an answer somewhere else. Okay, then I'll listen to you. So the alternative, <laughs> well, the alternative to that is find sure. an alternative source of information. Yes, I Absolutely. grew up. I grew up in a scientific mindset. I still am. This is it's how I live my life. I analyze things. Sure. S literal from to me, it's 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 a a law of thermodynamics that energy cannot be created nor destroyed. It's converted and reused, recycled. That's why you no one hears God. No, but you keep saying about it being created or going, you said like going back home. Is that, but first two things. One, how, how can it be created? And if, it, if that is the case that it can be created, then it means that we have a severe flaws under our mental capacity to understand physics, because that's what it is. Well, physics if, only pertains to things here on Earth. It doesn't pertain to things out there in space. No, no, no. I, I Everyone get here that, is thinking they, a guess. No, I get that, but then that's what I'm saying. If, if that is the case, then how do you, how could you explain in a way that we are able to comprehend then how energy right can now, be manipulated ready? and then set, set specifically to be one thing and not recycled without change? I'll explain it to you. So everyone within the science com science community wants proof of something, correct? Uh, not necessarily proof. Proof denies reason for logic. They want a way to understand something that can be believable but testable. Okay, very good. Ready? Okay, take your two hands and put them together like that, like a cup, and hold this cup in front of you. Okay. Now with your two cupped hands, Look in the middle of your hands and show me fear. Can you see it? Fear is an emotion. Can you show me love? Love's an emotion. Can you show me hate? But they're emotions, though. That's right. But you can't see them, but you sure do make a hell of a lot of decisions throughout your life based on them. Because they're feelings. But feelings are, but that's what I'm saying. Feelings. <clears throat> Feelings are come from your electrical impulses through. No, feelings signaling. come from other people. 
<clears throat> because you you came into this world with a smile. But like I said, you didn't hate anybody. You learned how to do it. And where do you mm -hmm. learn that from? Some fears are some fears are innate. Your innate innate fear of dark and loud noises. Those are built into you. No, those are taught to you because they want you to be in fear. No, they learn. You come into this world from darkness into light. You didn't come into it scared. But how do we come in from darkness if we come from a place that's full of? Oh, light? you're in the womb. That's what I mean. Darkness. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not being a well, dick. I'm genuinely well, just trying well, to wrap well, my head around this. Well, it's off from light completely, but. Yeah. So how? But, but the baby's not inside the womb, going, "Let me out! Let me out!" They're just sitting. But then, head. no. But then, but get. It has everything it needs for survival. It has nutrients, it has warmth, it has comfort, it has emotional feeling, which is proven between the umbilical cord between the mother and baby. It's every emotion the mother has, the baby feels also. So there's no need for fear. As fear is something. No for, as there's no need for fear outside here, but you are taught that fear so that you will be able to have to rely on everyone else to comfort you for that fear when you don't need to. Like in anything in this world, you can do anything and absolutely anything you want to do in this world. You just have to have faith in yourself. When you do that, then you're okay. But the world doesn't want you to feel that way. They, the world wants you to feel fearful of everything. Why do you think they put all these movies and TV shows out and trying to get you to fear, feel fear? Because oh, that I completely agree with. <clears throat> so that you will always rely on them so that it can help you. But to see anything like depression, they want you to feel depression and they want you to feel like you're always going to be depressed because why? Because you can't make money on a cure. So, you know, with a doctor, a doctor, you're going to, go, if you have depression and you're going to go to a doctor who's going to cure you of depression, how is he going to cure you of it? He's going to either one, prescribe you some medicine or two, he's going to talk you out of it. Why can't you talk yourself out of it? You don't have to feel depression. You feel these depressive feelings because you choose to keep them within you. Just like if any of you guys were alcoholics, I would say to you, hey, look, you know, I know you're having a problem with drinking. I will help you to stop drinking. I will take you to classes. You know, I will keep you away from the bars and the liquor stores, even though, you know, who doesn't like a good strip club? But uh, <laughs> I will take you away from that stuff and I will keep you away from that stuff. But no matter what I say or do, is not going to make a difference until you choose to stop drinking. Everything yep. you do in your life is your choice to do. It's just when you get influenced by everyone else around you that you should still hold on to these things. Well, then the only person you can blame is you. But because I, you chose to decide to, 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 to listen to them. You know what you could do? Choose differently and don't. Because you don't have to. I, I get that. And that does come down to personal choice and it's all to do with self-worth and self-belief, which again are emotions and they are feelings. Feelings that are physical, electrical energy. Oh. They're measurable. MRI scans, they're physically measurable. But you haven't really explained what the energy is. And why is it blue, by the way? You said earlier at the very start about it being I'd love blue. To know why, why blue? I don't know. I just know it's blue. I see it. It doesn't like you when see I, it as physical, like, yeah. a, like the blue that's behind you, like that yeah, kind of blue, or is it more hazy? Uh, it's more of a fuzzy type blue. When I see, but I see a difference in spirit as well. Spirit who I see who have crossed over look just like you and me, except they're a little bit transparent. 
whereas the ones who are not here who have not crossed over uh when i look at you i see the i see your color and your skin and stuff like that when i look at them the color of their skin they're just they're just blue that's all and then the darkness of the of the black of the background because in that realm there's no there's not a lot of energy there so everything is they're walking around in darkness and and that back black the black background takes up the rest of them it's like it's like having a black and white tattoo where you take the black ink and you put it on your skin and it makes up the picture but the rest of your skin makes up the rest of the picture and that's how i see them and that's how i can dis distinguish the ones who have and have not crossed over but not everybody there is negative as well either a lot of them are just lost souls and they don't know where they didn't know they passed away they don't know where they're at i see deer and cows and other animals walking around because they haven't realized they passed away and then i just i talk to them and cross them over when they talk to me it comes through as english if a dog talks to me it comes through as english and I so just there's hear, a, is there a universal language or is it the language that you understand at the time? It's just a, a language that's translated through to, to me so I can understand it. So I don't have to try to figure out uh, Spanish or English or hmm. Japanese or Chinese or anything like that. I just, that's the way that they convert it for me so that I can understand it. So when they ask me questions and then I ask my spirit guides answers, they give me the answers and then I tell spirit and then I tell them where to go and cross over. And that's about it. And then do do you give any um kind of life your advice answer, and where stuff? Where did you come from? God, and you know what? I'm not God, so I can't tell you how that was created. But no, I do. Can you find out for me because it's really bugging me. <laughs> no, I know. You, know, you know what? I know when you're going to find the answer for for yourself. When Damn. You All right, I thought you knew like when he was going to die. I was yeah. like, tell us. <laughs> Actually, do you want to know when you're going to die? Because I know when I'm going to die. I'm going to be 83 years old. Uh, I'm 55 years old now. I'm going to be 83. My birthday's in November. I'm going to die in August before that on the third week on a Wednesday night. Do you want to know when you're going to die? Because I can tell you. I'm all good. Thanks. <laughs> no. The I'm only real. reason I know why or I asked why is because I need to know how much time I have to educate people. Mm. That's why. Because that's I'd, like, my... I'd like to know. I'd like to yeah. know. You'll be 87. 87. Yeah, you'll die in September. Um, mm. Wow, okay. Uh, you'll die in September. Um, it'll be the second uh, second Thursday of September. Uh, you're going to die because you're going to fall down a flight of stairs and die. <laughs> so on... Give me something to fucking look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you're 87 years old. I mean, you can ask a question. Do you want to be 103? Because at that point, it's going to hurt to pee. <laughs> so see, based off that information, does that mean that you're attaining information to, to when J-Mac will die based off of yes. how long his soul is going to remain in that body? Or right. is and it that, from and a time have, not being linear? You hit it on the right on the spot. That's how long the soul is going to be in right, that okay, body so. for. Because you're only supposed to be here. We are all meant to be here either five seconds, five minutes, five hours, five days, five months, but 50 years. You're in here for as long as you're supposed to be in here. No one actually slows down. Just as spirit, spirit just moves and goes forward and keeps going forward, as do you. We think we don't because, uh, well, you know, 
you go to sleep or something. No, the only reason we are actually following a calendar or we are following the uh, uh, time is because we have occupations, we have jobs. I mean, in all actuality, right now, how old are you, Jay? I'm 37. Okay, but are you? Because in the, in the original calendar that we used to follow a long time ago, it was only five months. So if you're 37, maybe you're actually like 87. 87. Shit. Right. Yeah. You're, you're going to die tomorrow, Jay. Awesome. Yeah. Fuck Is you. he pushed at the uh, time when he falls down the stairs? Is he, I, yeah, I bet he's pushed. But are you actually <laughs> and then we went from five months uh, to nine months to 10 months and now 12 months. They keep changing it. But what does it all come down to? It all just comes down to seasons and it comes down to the sun. But no matter what it comes down to, you just wake up because you're born and you just go until you die. Do you, do you know do you know what the reason do you know what the reason is for say still stillbirths? You know, like yes. when does when does the soul kick in? The soul um, comes into the body when the when the when the body is coming out of the womb. The soul is not inside of the of of the of of the baby while it's inside of the womb. Reason being because the soul comes into the body. And then when the soul figures out if the body is going to make it or not, and if the body is not going to make it, the soul leaves and the body dies. The okay. Stillborns are, are born because they're, and they have, they're not living because they have no soul. That's the only reason. And I know people don't like that idea, but it's just the way it is. But right. I will also explain suicide for you as well. Um, someone who, who, again, it doesn't make a difference if you fall off the top of a building, uh, get hit by a car, uh, get a debilitating disease, that, that COVID bullshit, uh, suicide, anything. When it's your time to go, it just is. But the soul knows when it's time to leave because the soul is told, okay? And the soul is different from the body because the soul, like a body, with, with the body, is like a battery in a radio. When you put the battery in a radio, the radio turns on. You take the battery out, radio turns off. Or if you want to plug it in, whatever you want to do. The soul is the energy of the body. The soul, that's who I'm talking to right now. I'm not talking to your bodies. I'm talking to the souls right now. And the souls are communicating back with me. But yes, so when that soul is there, when the soul knows it's time to go, it will go. But if it's in a body that's functioning fine, it will make the body do something as it does any day. Any day that you wake up in your life and you decide you're going to go to the mall today or you're going to go to the, to the movies or hang out with your friends, that's your soul. And that is your spirit guides telling you to do these things. So you have these experiences. You don't just happen to run into somebody that you haven't seen in 10 years. You run into them because you're supposed to. And they are guiding you to do this. But sometimes we use our free will, we use our ego too much to make this, to change that. And when you talk yourself out of things too many times, usually the thing that you try to talk yourself into to talk yourself out of goes shitty. Why? Because you weren't really supposed to do it, but you can still do it because there's an alternative life you live or at least the correct life you live. And the alternative life is just going to keep continuing to have you come back here again because the alternative life is most people don't want to pay attention to anyone else. They just want to live this life about them because they think it's all about them. When it's not, it's all about you helping other people. It's okay to enjoy your life, but you're not here to just do that. You're here to help other people. That's what your purpose is. 
Your purpose is to help other people just for the sake of helping, not because you can, but just because you should. And they want us to do it enough times so that we don't have to come back. That's the ultimate goal here, to not have to come back. That's why I said your previous life is not all that important because you're back here again. But if you look out in the world right now, everyone else you see in the world, the nine other billion people here, they're like you. They've been to heaven. They all had to come back too because they didn't fulfill their purpose enough. You're basically punching your dance card enough times so that you don't have to come back. But yeah, you you <clears throat> that soul, when it knows when it's time to leave, it will leave. So what will it do? It will make that body do something so that it can exit the body. And that body will have to die. It now, here's, not another, make. here's another way of looking at it. If the soul wakes up in the morning and you and it says to you, hey, you got to go to the mall today, and you get in a car and go to the mall, and then that car gets in an accident, and then you die in that car accident. Was that suicide? Because the soul did the same thing. People want to label things, and people want to blame things, because they have to have blame for something, because they can't just believe it just needed to happen. Because, as like I said... Just like you and me, everyone else in this room and everyone else is listening, you're going to die. It's not a matter of if. It's just a matter of when. It happens. No one dies unexpectedly. No one dies too soon. And no one dies tragically. People put unexpectedly and too soon and tragically on things to place a, a blame game. But they all have something in common. They're all going to die. You don't need to do a toxicology report. You just died. It happens wow. every day. Why is it still such a freaking mystery to everybody about everyone dying when everyone dies every day? And we've been doing it for millions of years. Because people don't want you to understand the truth about yourself. Because if you understand the truth about yourself and how much power and control you have over yourself, you wouldn't need to rely on the rest of the world. That's why. Well, then if you would power and control and greed. But then if you wouldn't need to rely on the rest of the world. Doesn't that make the purpose, which which you've just said, the purpose of life, which is to help other people, that so our purpose is to help other people, but then and those other people are also, but then those other people are also here to help other people. So really, we're right. only helping other people to help other people. So really, the whole thing's pointless. No, it's not pointless. We're the the the, the sign the the show of of a purpose here now is to help other people to make a profit. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about physical purpose, because physical purpose, purpose. No, no, it's not. Because you're talking about you're talking about energy specific or spiritual purpose, which is to help the other light energy to do what it needs to do, learn what it needs to do, whatever. But then, what are we? So, what are we physically attaining? What are we trying to learn? You say that we that Knowledge. the energy has to learn things in order that's why we keep going back because we've not learned enough or we've not fulfilled our purpose but our purpose is to help other people learn things right. so what are we learning it's 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 here to help other people learn good things just but like then if why why are we all trying to learn good things if we're just helping each other learn stuff that we could have already known by not having to teach other people to learn it well if you don't learn anything why what's the point of living in the first place because that's if what you're I'm asking. Given, if, if you're given if you the, the point of, learn, of of living is learning how to do things. You're here to learn everything, because if but then, you, so, what, but what's then the point of living? Things. What's the point of living if you're given everything? If you're given everything in your life, you wouldn't appreciate anything in your life. But then you said that you let go of all feelings, or are they just negative feelings when you come negative feelings, head, right? Okay, yes, so on that feelings. one, 
Okay, so you let go of the negative feelings. So then you're still here to learn. So what, on that basis, as an example, right, for me being here, what am I learning that will benefit? I say benefit me, but the whole purpose is to help other people. So what am I learning that will benefit other well, that's, people? That's not the complete. That's not the complete purpose. The whole the whole purpose here is just is just to learn. Like, but then, you know, but that's gonna, what I'm saying. So I'm what what on earth you, is measurable? Here's an example of learning. Here I have this towel in front of me. Okay. Yes. And then I put the towel down. That's a lesson. Now I pick the towel up again and I drop it. That's another mm -hmm. lesson. It's not a good lesson or a bad lesson. It's just a lesson. But what yeah. do I do to learn from that second lesson? I obviously need to learn how to grip the towel better so I don't drop it. Yeah. That's but then if you if you're physically an energy, what is a physical body? What is that going to teach you? What are you going to learn from a physical presence to an energy? What are you going to be able to carry over that will actually benefit you? Because what you're doing just now is a physical thing. And if right. you're an energy, yes, you can interact with physical things, but on a plane where you are entirely an electrical source, what are you going to be able to take back that will actually benefit you? The goodness that you've had in your heart that was you actually you were actually born with. So and you're then, not learning anything then? Yeah, you're learning how to get it back. So you're so it's so at what point do you forget it? At the point that you start growing up and the world teaches you the ways of the world and the world teaches you to hate people and the, and the world teaches you to judge people and the world teaches you that everyone else is a piece of shit and you're a piece of shit and you're not good enough to do anything in this world unless you get our help, our help from you for you. So if you're born with that knowledge, then everyone's born. But, then if, if, but if you're born with that knowledge and everybody's born with that knowledge, we all why, do you need to, why do you need to relearn it? If you already have it when you're born. So therefore your whole cycle of being in a physical presence is fundamentally useless because you're born with that knowledge anyway. So you're the whole process is pointless. Right. But most of it is taken away from you from everyone else in the world. I mean, all yeah, but no, no, but I'm talking about before that, before you've even got to the, the process of being in the world long enough to be. Well, when you come back into the world, here's, here's the, here's the best way to, to describe that. Uh, like I said, your mom and dad's not really your mom and dad. But what happens is you're born into the world and then you come from you in heaven or that other realm, you come back into the world. But what happens when you come back into this world? Are you a talking, living being? Can you go out and drive a car? No, you're a freaking baby and you have to learn these things over again. And when you come into the world, you wake up and you go, oh, my God. And, you're, and your mom and dad's going, hey, we're your mom and dad. And you're looking up them like, I don't know who the fuck you are, but yeah, OK, because I'm a baby. Because I don't know how to speak. Because I don't know how to walk. You have to learn again. You have to. But that's what I'm saying. But no, but that's again. but that's what I mean. But every so every soul, right? There's, I think, what the, was the it? Seven point nine billion people on the planet. So every soul is born into a body that already has those fundamental good uh, thoughts, processes, energies, all that within them. If yeah. every soul is born within that already, then therefore there's no need for a cycle where that person has to relearn it to help other people learn it when they're all born with it. So surely if you just remove the physical aspect of that, then every spiritual energy already has that within them. So you, we've completed it. We're just delaying the process by your own words. No, you're, you're, you're delaying the process by being, as soon as you come back into the world, everybody starts teaching you the, that the world is shit. But then why are we allowed to come back then if we already have that? Because... You have it, but you get it gets washed away from you 
from a from from being the point of a child up until you start to grow up. I mean, if if you if you can't understand that, I mean, look around you. Is everyone in the world nice? No, so I'm not talking. I'm not talking. No, no, in your term, you're saying that everyone is born with it. How come they aren't all wonderful and nice? And in no, my no. Term, I'm telling you, they're not wonderful and nice because everyone else around them taught to be taught them not to be wonderful and nice. So they have to relearn. Yeah, how but to be wonderful and nice. No, no, I, and I, maybe I'm I'm thinking this from a different angle. But I, I understand that everyone learns these things as they grow up because there's a competition for self-worth and you have to value yourself right. above other people to make but, yourself but feel the good. The only reason there's a yeah. competition for life and self-worth is because you believe it is. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But I'm, I'm not talking about... The, the pre, I'm talking the pre-child stage. I'm talking about where you mentioned that the soul is born in... like joins into the physical form of a baby. At that yeah. point, before it's been manipulated and transversed in all these negative energies, negative thoughts, whatever. At that point, that soul has all that information. Yeah. Yes. So if every soul at that point has that information, it means before then, before it's got to the being the baby again, it has to have had that information. So therefore there's no, no need to come back to be the baby because it's already had the information. Right. But it didn't learn enough being here the last time that it was here. Again, so there's... each time that you come back, you're trying to be, a better you're you're here to learn the human experience not just the not just the energy experience yes the energy knows these things but the human part of it doesn't so what's the, the importance the of the human learn and trying to figure out how the how the the human experience can be better at being the human experience that's why everyone is here on the face of this earth not every planet out there is like us most other planets that are out there already live in a in a society where they take care of each other. That's why Jesus Christ came here. Jesus Christ, his soul had only been here one time. And he came here as a representative to show everyone that we could all live together. We could all share everything. We could all take care of each other. And we could do everything together. We don't have to pay for nothing. You could have a Porsche. I could have a Porsche. Everybody could have a Porsche if you wanted to have a Porsche. And you could put all the little crazy doodads on it to make it important to you if you wanted to. But do you have to? No, because at that point, your wants and needs would change. You would also understand that if everybody could have a Porsche and everybody can make their Porsche look cool, then your wants and needs were, are going to change because people now think that you need to have a certain type of Porsche to show their worth. But the where the true worth is, is inside of you. You just have to realize it, that you don't have to have a competition. No one needs to be better than anyone else because we are all the same. And that's why we are here to learn. But we have a problem with learning that because everyone continues to tell you that you have to prove your worth. And we, so, have, to, we have to learn above that. So, so Jesus Christ was a thing. Jesus uh, that he... Christ was a man. But the thing about that is, Jesus Christ was a man, just like you are a man. Jesus Christ was, he is divine. Thank you. But you are also divine because your soul was created from that same place that makes your soul a divine soul. The only reason you follow rules and laws because you have you live in a world now that has rules and laws by people who tell you they rule over you and have laws over you. But they don't because they are just exactly the same way you are. They put your pants on the same way. They eat the same way. They take a shit the same way. They're exactly the same as you are. But we have allowed them to think that they have rule and law over us. We 
relinquish the power over to them. And Jesus was here to tell us that. We don't have to live in rule and power and all that stuff. We could live on our own and take care of each other and separate ourselves. But the people who were in control of that religion, they don't want you to know that, they scooped him up. They put him on the cross. They tortured him. He wasn't the first one to be on the cross. He wasn't the last one to be on the cross. They tortured the shit out of him and murdered him in front of everybody as an example. He did not die for your sins because you are a divine soul. Divine souls don't do anything wrong. You don't sin. When they say sin, that means you breaking their rules, the people who want to control you. So yes, and they and then they murdered him on that cross, okay? And now they want you to wear that cross around your neck, not to remind you of Jesus and what he did for you, but to remind you of how much power and control over you have, they have over you. The cross is a form of punishment. Why do you want to wear a form of punishment around your fucking neck? Are you that fucking ignorant? It's like really? wearing the mask from Saul, right? Right. Why do you want to do that? Yeah. And then, because they have convinced you that you should do it. They convince us of everything. <clears throat> they convince us that we have to walk around and show how much proof. You want to, you know, the world right now is protesting everything. You know, the one thing they're not protesting? The Olympics. Why are they not protesting the Olympics? What are the Olympics? The Olympics are games that were created by kings and queens for slaves to win their freedom. And we mm -hmm. still celebrate it and do these games. Why? Because the world still has control and power over us. Everyone here on earth right now is a fucking slave. Everyone. Because yeah. you're out working your ass off, working all this overtime they want you to do. And, and for what? Crumbs. They make trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars, and we are just surviving just to try to pay our gas bill. Why? Because we what, let them do it. One, one question I would have, um, if, if I can take this for a second, is yeah, like, so So Kev, Kevin and Kieran are both on 28. I'm on 27. So one thing I would like to say is that I'm now the youngest guy here, so get it up you both uh, the <laughs> second the second thing you know what it has to do with but you know what it has to do with it, it just has to do with again it's the learning thing it's the learning the, the the human experience trying to be a better human each time trying to help as many people as you this is but again a physical way not just saying hello or opening a door in this type of physical way and this is exactly this leads I'm on when this does lead you and they feel and they're lost and they ask you to show them where they are to help them go when you help somebody like that, Kieran, doesn't it feel good? Yeah. You feel it inside. You feel, it's not like you get goosebumps when you feel these things. Mm. If you don't think what? that's coming from your soul, I don't know what it is. The, the, the thing, the thing when that you get those feelings, that's what you're learning to do, to do those types of things. <laughs> Mm -hmm. See the, the the question I've got right. So I'm on number uh, twenty seven. The guys are on twenty eight. You're on twenty nine thousand. Yeah, uh, ninety nine. I was just going to say, what the fuck have you been doing for all those other ones? Is this <laughs> I, I, is this is this the one where so, now you're trying to really make a difference? No. So so what what like I said, the light that shines in the heaven is me. It has to be in a physical body for two reasons. One, to shine all the time, and two, to physically cross spirit over into the light. Now, I do it every day. Sometimes it happens uh, uh, physically. You may see it around me. If you see my camera go a little fuzzy or something like that, somebody just crossed over. I was sitting with my sister one time in a dark room, just talking, not a low-lit room, and a big flash of light went off, and she's like, what the fuck was that? I was like, oh, it's just somebody jumping in. She said, like lightning. I said, yeah. And she said, what do you mean? I said, they're crossing over. 
she's like, oh, well, how do you get used to that? Because she knows about this ability because she has a little bit too. She just doesn't use it because she's a real negative person. And she says, uh, she says, how do you get used to that? And I said, well, it's like eating green beans when we were kids. You know, mom and dad fed us green beans. And now 30 years later, you like green beans. Why? Because you get used to it. But I just get used to it. But yes, it happens to me physically all the time. It's people that just flashes a light go off. Or, or you may see something fly around and whoop, go into my head and go. People cross over. Any spirit that crosses over that goes into the light and goes home goes through me. Anyone that comes back and is being born into a body goes through me. Anyone who just comes here to visit somebody is coming through me. It has to come through a portal. And the portal has to be in a living physical body to be in a physical world. And it's in me. It was actually in my grandfather before it was in me. My grandfather wanted to know when I was going to be born. Uh, I had two brothers and sisters. And he was concerned about that. But he wanted to know when I was going to be born because he knew because he had this ability. And then he called up my, my, my dad called him up and said, hey, it's time for you to come to the hospital. He's being born. And my grandfather got ready to come to the hospital and he had a heart attack and died. And then his soul left his body and it came into me and I was born that fast. So how yes. many, how many, kind of, never leaves. so how many of you, of, of like the, you, you're saying that you're like the portal. So how many of them exist on earth? Right now? Nine billion. Yeah. Oh, oh, you, oh, you, oh, you mean them what? Like lights? No, like you. Like, like how you. many like you that are able to do the process of passing a soul through? Oh, many, many people can cross people over, but the but the light that they're crossing them over only exists in one body. Me, that's it. No one else. Because that's a bold me. statement, that's, man. Yeah, I know. And no one I else. Have can a question here. Actually. Why? Because it's not them. <clears throat> I have a question here from a, an audience member. It says, so yeah, Brian the one thing I do tell Jay is I tell everybody is don't mistake my uh, don't, don't mistake my confidence as arrogance. I know mm -hmm. I'm telling the truth because I see angels every day and I, I talk to them and they tell me this. I just Here's I accept it. I just accepted it. Like you accept yourself for wearing that hat, that hat every day. I accept myself for being this every day. It's just who okay. I am. Mm -hmm. I didn't make the choice to be this. I just am. Okay. Um, Brian Huntsinger says, okay, so I have one person in mind, and can you tell if he passed over or if he's still here? It bugs me every day, and is there is there a way to tell if no, he, he hasn't? No, he hasn't passed over yet. Okay, that's simple as that. <laughs> um, he's, not, he, he's passed, but he's not crossed over. He's not in the light. Hmm. He stayed here as an earthbound spirit. So when see, when you say that you see... Uh, archangels, are you talking like the 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 old, the ancient description of like the no, that's all bullshit, messed man. up? No, <laughs> no, no, I'm not talking like the dude with the wings and the hat and all that. I'm talking yeah, like no. the the actual like the, the physical form of like like the, the multi layered spheroid with the rotating disc systems and basically like a gyroscope that, that moves around. Do you want to know what they actually look like? 100%. Sure. So uh, Archangel Michael does not look like a man with wings or anything. Archangel Michael looks like more like a hybrid moose horse. He's got a wide head. He's got eyes that are not blue. He's not blue uh, or purple. His eyes are like a, like a brownish red. He's got a wide head, so they're a little bit further apart. Um, his body looks like a horse, more or less. He's got that fine hair. He does not have horns, but he does have floppy ears. Uh, Uriel, Raphael, Gabriel, uh, Ezekiel. I have another one named Manos. Uh, they look like a prey Manos. Hmm. 
So they are beings of a higher consciousness that no longer need a body. They have nothing to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. They have nothing to do with religion. Nothing. What the insects? They have been here for billions of years. Religion has not. They have nothing. This is what they look like. If you want to call them aliens, please do. Because what are they as being aliens? They are just alien. They're just to unknown us. to us. I have a question for you. Now, I'm I'm not the kind of guy to be like, okay, prove yourself. So uh, I'll give you a question and try and trick you out or anything like that. But what I would ask, right, is... I love bitches who do that. Uh, all, all three of us are very much had experiences with stuff that's not seen as natural, right? Yeah, you've is actually the, seen things. Uh, well, have you have you watched the episode before? <laughs> um, no. I have, I've seen a few things. Um, nothing to like what you've seen. Um, to me, I'm just kind of trying to understand what that is. They're just people. But, they're just, yeah, well, they're just, they're just beings. They're just horses. They're just cows. They just mm -hmm. leave their body, and most of them don't even know they've left their body because you're still they still hold on to certain feelings that they and they still just believe they are. But when you cross over into the light, you will go back to actually like you may die at 83 years old or 87 years old or 90 years old, but when you go back there, you will return to not a year but just a specific feeling. It's more like mm -hmm. being 30. So you'll go back to being that. But if mm -hmm. your mom and dad come through and they show themselves to you, they will project themselves to you the last time you've remembered them so you actually know who they are because you don't mm -hmm. remember what your mom and dad looked like when they were 30. Mm -hmm. um, so here's a question for you. Um, so in my own experience, I've never had like full on where I could, I mean, there's one experience where I was like, wow, that's incredible. This makes me say, right there's definitely something else going on in this world because what I've just seen doesn't make any physical sense. Yeah, um, what, do you know why it doesn't make physical sense? Because mm -hmm. they don't want you to believe that it does. Right, so that's one thing I can say. I'm, I'm totally on your side with that, just purely based on what I've seen. I watched a candle get smacked from an old TV across a room with no one there to touch it. So therefore, when you say that everything has rules to this earth, I do... I do well, believe that no. that had no rules, you know. That's well, not not in a sense. So, um, spirit who don't cross over, they. Uh, so, I was in a hospital one time, and uh, I saw. You're gonna love this part because you know there's there's other things they don't tell you about that spirit are allowed to do. Uh, so, and um, when you cross over into the light, it's all about love. It's all about forgiveness, happiness, and all that stuff. But all joy. It's all about joy. Okay. Now, in the other realm. Those bitches can do whatever the hell they want to. Because in order to cross over, you have to let go of all that pain, anger, sorrow, grief, guilt. The ones here, they don't. So if they want to come through and antagonize the shit out of you, they will. Just more or less like the like the Amityville horror. Mm -hmm. All that that movie that, you know, or any of the poltergeist or any of that stuff. They're just spirit who don't like you being in their space. So what will they do? Mm -hmm. everything they can to make you leave. Mm -hmm. they, because the way spirit talk to each other is, is telepathy, okay? They, it's, they're just thinking to each other. So are all, spirits, are all spirits able to interact with each other then? They're all, they're all not only able to interact with each other, but they can interact with us as well. No, I know, I know that. Like that's, yeah, yeah I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen absolutely. enough. Because, <laughs> but, because um, we, we haven't we haven't done telepathy for a long time because we've been in these bodies. With, back home, you can do that, 
but you are still able to do it. If you ever get a thought in your mind and it sounds like it sounds like somebody else's voice, what the fuck do you think just happened? It was a spirit talking to you. But is that how you can have? Is that how you can have more than one person have the same unified thought at once? Absolutely. Because we're all, you know how you ever think about somebody, somebody and then the next thing you know, 20 minutes later, they call you on the fucking telephone? Yeah. Why do you think that happens? Because you just put that thought out there and they picked up on it. We're all connected to each other. I, I, have, a, I have a question. Um, now, the this kind of harks back to something that we spoke about earlier on. And yeah. the the fact that um, the the human the, the soul the soul isn't present until the the baby leaves the the womb. Um, I um, sorry, not not I personally. My family, uh, my my parents lost uh, a child Didn't leave uh, when oh, yeah. she was uh, at the age of three through a, a tragic accident now that obviously that child um had a soul that this was this was now that she was okay. she was present here yeah. uh, um i was just wondering yeah. if the, if there's a reason that uh, that child was was taken from two people who are in my opinion the salt of the earth and what what would why why at that age at the age of three at the age of three why would a soul be taken away uh, through accident because everyone dies yeah it's true but it's not, it's th that one person of, dying affects the lives of, of so many other people at that point and so my parents my brother all had to endure the the heartache of that loss i'm lucky that i wasn't here to have to deal with that yet. right and that's the lesson to learn for them how they deal with that do they deal with it in a good way or do they deal with it that it affects them the rest of their life and they just feel pain the rest of their lives if we understood the true meaning of why we're actually here and how long we're actually supposed to be here, we wouldn't feel this such pain because souls, people here, what are you doing now? You're paying bills. You're, you're, you're having, uh, you're having life struggles. Some souls leave and then we go, Oh my God, I wish they were still here. But they go back to a beautiful place again where there is no pain, there's no sorrow, there's no grief, there's no guilt. And then when there's when the souls of their parents get back there too, they will also understand that they were again, they were only there for a learning reason. That that's why the, the child that left was just not well, not supposed to be here anymore. That's all. It's as it's as plain as simple as that. But we as people, again, overcoming these things overcoming them by learning how to overcome these these this anguish and pain that we're taught here that soul left here to go back to a place where there is no anger and pain where would you rather be but right here we are here to learn things now we are we are here to learn that it's it's not a painful thing it doesn't have to be a painful thing we can celebrate that they get to go home and be someplace that's wonderful again. And maybe they will have to come back again, but maybe they won't. And I would have to say at three years old again, um, I can ask for you real quickly, that she does not have to come back again. Because whatever she did here, being even up to three years old, fulfilled her purpose enough. I can also tell you she had been here 27 other times. She died 27 other times. And yes, it is, is it, you go through the grief, but do you need to go through that grief the rest of your life? So heaven is not 3,000 miles into the sky. Heaven is right next to us. 
It's just not everybody can see it. But if you could see it, it would be like a glass wall. And what would you be doing at that glass wall? You would be banging on that glass wall to try to get their attention. What would you not be doing, Jay? You would not be living the life that you are supposed to live. That person is no longer meant to be here. You are. Live your life. As well as your parents are supposed to live their lives. Not in grief. Just continue on living until it is their time to go. And you will probably grieve too when your parents pass and leave and go home. But you will still have a life to live if you are still meant to live here. I know it's hard to understand, but it's just the way it is. We just come here to learn. And when we're done learning, we leave. That's all. And we lose the relationships. Yes, and, and I can sympathize with that. I've lost my dad. It's been 15 years. But I still had to go on. I miss him, but I still have my life to live. We miss them, but we still have our, our lives to live. We still have our lessons to learn and our purpose to fulfill. And everybody's purpose is the same. God made it the, the easy and simple for everybody to learn. You're not going to be a doctor or a lawyer and to, that's not your purpose. Your purpose, that's a choice you make to do. You will fulfill your purpose while being a human, while helping, while doing good things. And when you've learned enough good things, then you go home. And the goal to that is to learn enough good things, to do them enough times to go home and stay home. She doesn't have to come back anymore. Actually, you don't either. It's your last time. Yeah, this is your last time. So what, so what I want you to do at this point is when you do pass away, when you do stand up out of your body, like I said, you're going to get all the perfect memories back of each one of your lifetimes. Just walk into the damn light. And when you go in there, they're, not going, to, they're going to go over your life with you. They're just going to tell you things that you've done and say, hey, well, you know, you made this decision. And you think it affected one or two people, but it affected like 10 people. And you as a white light loving soul is going to go, oh, man, that's kind of cool. Oh, well, but yeah, but you followed the correct path and you stayed on it the same way uh, because you're one of those people anyway. You're one of those types of people who just likes to help people anyway. You always look for the good in people anyway. Uh, and you've always been that way. Uh, and you do, you do it uh, without you always give people a ch second chance and you just. You always try to be to, to look for the good of them. Even I mean, I know you're trying to have a good time in this lifetime, but and you you feel as though you made some mistakes, but you didn't. You just learned things that didn't work for you. That's all. But uh, but what they're going to do is go over your life with you. But at that point, they're going to ask you. They're not going to tell you you have to come back. They're going to ask you if you want to come back. And what's your answer going to be? Because I have an answer that I want you to tell them. I want you to tell them no. I don't want you to come back because the world that you're going to come back into, which would be since you're over the age of 30 years old, you wouldn't come back for 80 more years. The reason being is so that you wouldn't be recognized again. The reason I don't want you to come back again is because there isn't going to be any internet and there isn't going to be any cars and there isn't going to be any gas and there isn't going to be any telephones and we're not going to Mars. <laughs> this place is coming to an end. You ever see the movie like, uh, uh, what's that one movie with... Uh, Mel Gibson, a Mad Max. It's going to be like that. Yeah, I can't survive that shit. 
I'm standing in the queue. I'm standing in the queue at Thunderdome, wondering why the fuck I was there. Um, right, right, and and this place isn't isn't too bad right now. But you're actually, we're all going to experience some of that right now. It's coming. If you don't think it's not coming, 2020 was the basis of it. It's coming. Before 2020 came, before COVID came, I'm able to do something called channeling, and I channeled with another medium was told about the COVID virus. And I was actually out on a on a festival circuit doing readings for people. And I was telling people a virus was coming and the first stock market crash was coming. And I told them how to prepare. And it's all documented. And these people sent me messages back when it came and said, we were glad we listened to you. And then I got like 20 messages from people who said, I wish I would listen to you. I thought you were crazy. I said, I'm not crazy. Are you going to listen to me now? And I have been telling them in 2022, it's going to go to shit. And if you're paying attention to the news right now, what's going on right now? They're talking about food shortages that are going to start in, the, in like the next six months. And I told everybody at the end of 2022 into 23, things are going to go to shit. And they already are. Do you know, a, a little bit a little bit of me at this point just hopes that you are fucking batshit. To be honest, um, <laughs> because it would make my life a lot fucking oh, easier. Yeah, he's so fucking handsome. <laughs> look at that picture over there. <laughs> but I mean, you you guys know as well as I do. I mean, you look out in the world right now; things are just not good, and they're not good. You know, you know, yeah, st- I stopped watching the fucking news, man. I don't watch yeah, it anymore. I don't watch the news either. You know, but back in the sixties, early sixties, late fifties, and early sixties. They were dropping bombs in the United States to test nuclear weapons. They dropped over a thousand of them, and nobody wore a mask then. Why the fuck are we wearing a mask now? Really? You put a mask on your face, but so if you go out in the sun and you put some sunscreen on your skin, what does that sunscreen do? It doesn't lay there and stay white or anything. What's it? It absorbs into your skin. If anything is out in the world right now, I don't care if you have what oil you have on your face, it's still going to absorb in your skin. You're going to get COVID because you're just going to get it. Yeah. You're going to catch a cold. Some people catch a cold. Some people get cancer. Some people get COVID. But you know what everybody gets? Dead. <laughs> That's a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I, I, somebody told me I should make a t-shirt up that says, I'm not a medium. I'm an extra large. <laughs> I, I tell you something man you, you're an American there's no way in fucking hell that you are an extra large in America <laughs> uh, yeah, I, well I'll tell you the truth um, so, so so, oh here's a good story for you and this is how th- this is how I know people are telling lies in the world um, I moved from Delaware we came across Delaware with uh, my wife and I two cars two trailers and ten cats we, kept, we bought ten cats by the one of our cats didn't make it when he got here. He just did not want to move and he lost like 20. He was a 20 pound cat. He went down to nine pounds in like two weeks and then he just passed away. <clears throat> so we get here. I'm here six weeks and then I get the flu. Now I know what the fucking flu looks, feels like because I had it when I was in the hospital. And uh, so I go to the hospital again with a temperature of 104.2. And, uh, and uh, we get there. And the girl checks me out and she says, uh, first, I have to give her my information and I give her my social security number and they come back to put a band around me so they can mark me and, and, and you know, track me because that's what they want to do everywhere. And uh, 
and uh, she comes back with the wrong birthday, wrong year, and wrong day, and, and, and wrong month. And I was like, how could you do that? Get that information wrong from my social security number. So uh, anyway, they, they finally get it fixed. I go in the back. I start telling the nurse my symptoms. And she says, I think you have the COVID, Mr. Jackson. I said, nah, I think you're wrong. I, I had the flu because uh, I don't tell her if it's fear to tell me I got the flu. So uh, <laughs> so this, so then she says, well, I'll let you tell the nurse practitioner. She comes in the room. I tell her the same symptoms, everything. And she looks at me. She says, I think you got the flu. People are going to tell you you had the COVID, but I think you got the flu. She said, but we have to test you anyway. I said, okay. So she takes that thing and shoves it in my nose and she goes real fucking deep and she pulls it out. And I said, Jesus Christ, it smells like shit. You get a fucking stool sample? And, um, <laughs> and uh, she just looks at me. Yeah, she shook her head just like uh, Kieran. And she, uh, okay. So she took me out in the hallway and I sit out in the hallway for an hour next to a guy whose uh, appendix is about to explode. He's fucking bleeding everywhere. And I'm sitting next to this guy like, I guess they don't care about transferable diseases. Whatever, you know. Yeah, give me the fucking age or the herpes. Whatever, I'm still gonna die. So uh, it just limits my amount of people I can still fuck. So uh, you know, but whatever. So, uh, so uh, I, I thought marriage done that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you just got to do what you got to do. So she finally comes up to me and she says, "Mr. Jackson, here's your paperwork. It says on here you have COVID." But then she says, "I feel like I'm drawn to you for some reason. I just feel like." I can't tell you this. I have to tell you the truth. And I said, nice to meet you. My name is Daniel Jackson, also known as Spirit Medium Daniel. And she looked at me and she went. And then she came in and whispered in my ear. And she said, you don't have COVID. You have the flu. But the only reason we're saying you have COVID is because that's the only thing we're allowed to test for and nothing else. She says, I'm going to send you home with some medicine because I don't want you to come into this hospital. Because if you do, you will get COVID and you won't come out. I said, thanks. Awesome. But I went home and I was in bed for three and a half weeks. And when I first got here, I was 200 pounds. In three and a half weeks, I lost 30 pounds. I was going to say, man, you look a lot a lot trimmer than you do in well, that, in that photograph there, man. Now. Look, I'm so sexy. You know? Yeah, yeah. I used to walk around and go, I want the baby in my belly. And I talk like you guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah, I lost 30 pounds. and But I feel fine now. But, uh, but uh, yeah. People lie in this world about a lot of things. They make up a lot of things. And why do they do that? Money. Power and control. Money. Yeah. Money. They want to keep it. They don't want us to have it. They won't ever let us have it until we stand up and say no and take it back. Because they are government. All we have to do is say, you work for us, you're all fired. But no one <laughs> has the ball to stand up and do it. But we better, because if we don't, the one thing I tell everybody is we all live on the same planet. No one's going anywhere anytime soon. So we better start to get along with each other before we annihilate each other. And that's the road we're headed towards. Dan, Daniel, what, 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 do you, what do you do every day for a living? Do you do the mediumship uh, thing for a living? Yeah, I do readings for people. People, uh, the last five readings. And then uh, and the, I actually have two more readings coming up. Uh, and I already know from Asking Spirit that they heard me on a podcast. But the last five readings I've done uh, were all heard from podcasts. Uh, and and out of those five readings, four of those people contacted me. Uh, and even when they got on the screen, I said, I said, well, are you going to tell me about your gift or do you want me to tell you about your gift? And they were like, how the hell did you know that? I said, well, because you're talking to the fucking medium. That's how, because I know my people. That's how. 
So, and the next two people who I'm going to do a reading for uh, beyond whoever else gets a hold of me I, on the 30th of this month also have a gift, but I haven't informed them yet. But they but they know, and that's why they're getting a hold of me because they want to know what to do with it. And I, and that's one of the things that Spirit does is they bring me people um, who have these abilities. My very first professional reading I ever did was at a festival, and a guy sat down in front of me, and he and he he just looked at me, and I and I was like, hold on, and he's like. I didn't even say anything. I said, you don't have to say anything. I said, you're here. You're already seeing, hearing, and feeling spirit come around you all the time. And he burst out in tears. And he said, I was hoping you were going to pick up on that. And I said, yeah, because I'm one of you. You're just like me. Because, yeah. because in this world, some of us are meant to have, everyone has this ability. You're born with it. And why are you born with it? Because it comes with your soul. It comes, and but just what happens is not everyone's meant to keep it. Just like, as we all know, some people in this world are meant to be teachers. Everyone else is supposed to be a student. Daniel, um, why is let, let's 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 try and I'm mean, going to try and phrase this, phrase this in a way that is yeah sure. Is, um, Don't be shy, man. I worked in prison for six years. I've heard everything. All right, cool. Um, why are there so many fucking fake psychics out there, and what, how can you spot one, and why are you different? Money. Okay. Because Let's they go. do it for money. Because they, they, they. It's not that they're reading you. They just know how to read people. They just how to pick up on 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 uh, signs of them or their their body language and all that stuff. They may have an intu an intuition a little bit, but not all of them are are actually real. They hate. And what it makes I, you different? Um, because I'm real. Because I get answers. Because so like uh, like I had a woman tell me one time I do a live show. Uh, a live reading show, and she came to me and she said, "Hey, I want to buy a house." I said, "Hey, you can't." And she said, "Why not?" I said, "Because your your credit is shit." And she said, "Yeah, actually, that's the truth." I said, "Yeah, you're not actually going to be able to." This was back in uh, 2018. I said, "Your your credit will be better uh, by next year." She said, "When?" I said, "In the spring, it'll be better, and you'll be able to buy a house." And she came back onto the show in April of the following year and said, "My credit got better, and I just bought a house yesterday." And I said, "Yeah, I can't make that shit up." I was at a I was at a bar one time, <clears throat> and um, these are some of my favorite stories. I was at this bar because I know the waitress there, and she likes me to stay there at nighttime because she knows I, I see a lot of things. And she asked me, she said, "Do you see anything?" I said, "Yeah, I see this guy in front of me, and he has this white beard, and he's got glasses on his head like this, and he keeps showing me his glasses." And uh, <clears throat> and uh, she said, "Do you get a name?" I said, "I don't really get names, but oh well, he says his name is James." She was like, "Oh, is he here for anybody?" I said, "Yeah, he's actually for these two people down the end of the bar." She said, "You want to? You want me to go say something, or you want to go?" I said, "Well, I'll go say something if you want to, but you can say something you want if you want." And this is—I actually wrote a book. This is in my book. So uh, uh, I said, "Go ahead, you go ahead and say something." So she went down there and talked to them, and within a minute, I heard the girl go, "Oh, you mean Jim?" And I yelled down, "I said, yeah, Jim, but his name is James." And I walked down. I said, "Hi, how you doing? My name is Daniel Jackson. I see dead people because that, you know, breaks up <laughs> a little bit." And she says, the, "They said oh, our our friend Jim." I said, and the guy says, skeptical, says, "What does Jim look like?" I said, "Jim has a little bit, a little bit of a thin beard here, but it gets a little bit thicker here. He's got a little bit of hair on top, and he wears his glasses like this all the time because he keeps pointing to me. This is his glasses, and this is how he wears them. And he wants me to pick up on that to, to show you." As I say that, he starts thumbing through his phone. And then he says, is Jim in this picture? I said, yeah, 
it's that guy right there with the glasses on top of his head like i just talked about with the white beard and he said yeah that's my friend jim he died two years ago i said yeah but he's still here and he's still because he's telling me that you're his son and he said well that's when i said that his wife started crying her fucking eyes out and i'm like looking at her and she and he says that's strange i said why he said because I've known Jim for a long time. Him and I used to race cars together and I still race cars. He taught me everything I've ever known about racing cars. And every time we were around crowds of people, he would tell everybody that he was my dad, but he wasn't. I said, yeah, I can't make this shit up. Let me, let me ask you one, one final question from me. Um, the, you were able to tell me what what my name was um in a number of past lives um I, i've told you the story um about my my sister um passing away uh, before i was born are you able to find out for me what my sister's name was no why Because it wasn't significant enough when she was when she was here, she wasn't here for that long for for it to be significant. It doesn't but add up for me, man. But she is, but she is still here. But that you said she, she didn't have to come back. She's still here because no, she's not coming back. She's still here. Her presence is still here. Where? So much so, so much so that even when you were a child, you felt it around you, and you still feel it around you because she's still here. That's why you have so much concern for your sister because you still feel a presence of your sister and you want to know why. No, I think for, for me, I feel concerned for um, my my mother and father and, and brother who had to deal with the loss. And everyone goes through loss. We all do. Yeah. You lose a dog and a cat and, 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 and a best friend. And, but yeah, th these relationships are close to us. But again, she was only here for the time that she was supposed to be here. No more, no less. Just that. We just have to accept that. We, mm. we, we have a hard time accepting death. But everyone dies. So why do we still have such a hard time accepting death? Because we develop relationships. It's, it's not, one of the... not, I don't want to downplay it at all. And I, I don't want you to feel like I'm downplaying her existence here. But she was only supposed to be here for as long as she was supposed to be here. No, I, I, so. I, I just, it's one of the frustrations I have with the, the whole idea of mediumship or, or, or psychic ability is the fact that um, when it's like, it, we don't, people, we don't people that do that always, give me a second, people yeah. that do that always seem to, to want to give information and in, in little bits and pieces. But when, when you ask a very specific question, which you really should be able to answer based on the information you've given me about myself already. The, the, no, the information is just not there. And I've, I've never understood not, that. We don't all, we only give the information that's important. Names are not important. We to me it's important. Them. So why, why is, is, is what I want to hear not important? Because it's not what you need. Like I always tell people when I, when I do a reading for them, you may not get the reading you want, but you will get the reading you need. I mean, another another thing is um, you'll see so many people. Oh, uh, I've got a guy here. His name begins with J, and when he died, he, he had chest problems. Do, do you have any idea how how my sister died? What what happened to her? 
No. No. This is this is my big issue with the whole thing, man. There's there's never a, a definitive there's, answer. Not, like I know the information, but right. I'd love it. I would fucking love it if you knew the information. If you knew the information, I could walk away from here tonight and say, Do you know what, man? This is a thing. I will go and preach it from the fucking rooftops that sure. that psychics are real. But nobody can ever give me that that straight answer. And that is a have, major frustration. I only have the real answer for that. But no one wants no one wants to hear the real answer because they want to actually blame something for it. We shouldn't. I don't want to blame anybody. I, I really blame. don't. It's not I, a blame. It's an All I want is I just want somebody to say this happened to her. Bang! I have proof. I have proof in my mind that the person I'm speaking to knows what happened. I know um, what happened. She, it was just she died. That's just that's just it. It's, yeah, it's, but everybody it's, dies. I know, but it's right. Everyone does die. We don't have to have a reason for why they died. The reason is, is because their soul was being called home to go home to heaven. That's it. That's but the not, only real reason. But he's not asking. Not even, he's not asking right, why not she died. Thing. He's asking how. She just died. Some people just die. Some people just walk down the street and just fall over and die. There's no real reason except for the reason that they're just not meant to be here anymore. No, so who's you're meant to be here for as long as you're supposed to be? That's it. I mean, this, this is I, it. If you want me to blame it on something, the only thing you got to do is is focus on that blame part of it. If you want to no. blame anyone, blame God because He called the soul home to go home. That's it. There's no other absolute. That's the only absolute reason. When you leave, it's just because you're supposed to. But people but want to you, say, you're, oh, you're able. Is, you're, it, is it a heart attack or is it a stroke or is it a, a brain embolism? No, it's just you're not supposed to be here anymore. That's it. You you were able to tell me that I'm going to die. I'm going to die by falling down a set, a set of stairs when I'm 87. But you can't yeah. tell me how my sister died. And this is something that's already happened. It should be in the ether. This should be out there. This is in the universe. Wow. Come on, man. This this is it, it, it to me. You should be able to answer the question about even something you, that has even, happened and not going to happen. Even when you fall down those steps, there's still the same reason you're dying is for everyone's dying because we just no, die. He's not asking why he's, it's how. his sister died. It's how his sister died, though. How and why is the same thing. It's no, all, not. It's all. I got to no, have no, no. some reason why no, no, they no. died. No, no, no. How, how I make dinner is I heat food up. Why I eat dinner is to keep myself alive. Those are two very, very different things. How and why do not make no 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 how no, I keep food not the same reason because you one is an action no That's one right. isn't yeah one is an action one is a reason caused by the reaction so really one follows the other they therefore they cannot be the same thing if something follows its own progression thing? it you, can't be the same you thing eat, you eat to live what's the what's the what's the difference there but because if you stop eating you die therefore you don't need to heat up the food so to, in order to keep yourself alive, you have to eat up the food. They're not the same thing. My point is that there seems to be gaps in knowledge when it comes to psychic ability. It's like they can tell you little details about little things, but when you ask something very specific, it's like, oh, to me, it seems like they're going, well, this person knows, so I can't tell them a definite answer because if I get it wrong, they're going to know it's wrong. And well, then I, I, I will tell silly. you one thing. Not everyone, like, like, some, like some, as they say, or as I say, uh, all mediums have have psychic abilities, but not all psychics have mediumship abilities because psychics are, are only uh, directly related to people who are living, whereas mediums are directed to those who are living and who are not living, as what we call not living. 
but uh, but not all mediums have the same abilities too. Some I have friends who are mediums who don't even see spirit. They just get pictures or they get thoughts in their mind. I just see spirit all the time. And they don't even want that. Have you ever questioned it? Have you ever thought to myself, maybe I'm fucking nuts? I get too much stuff right to be nuts. I just do. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I, I pick out I pick out things and I and I get things from people that no one can ever tell or has ever told me before. Like uh, like like here's a specific. I I did a reading for a woman. And she sat in front of me and she I held her hand because I wanted to see who was with her. Because I always do that. I always told I hold her hand to see who's with me. And and I held her hand and I saw a, a horse standing in front of her, this patchy white, brown and white horse. And the horse uh, put his head on her shoulder and then it stood in front of her, walked around her, and then put its head on her. What happened there? What what happened there? Oh, he's back. <laughs> oh, hey, he's back. You're good. <laughs> and I saw uh, the horse was a regular horse mane, but it had a wig on the head, like a blonde wig. And I said, what's with this crazy horse? Do you guys own a farm or something? And neither one of them said anything. And, I, and they said, what's the horse doing? I said, he's walking around her, putting coming around to her side and putting his head on her shoulder. And says, you're its mommy. And I said, but it has this crazy wig. The guy, again, starts thumbing through his phone, shows me a picture. He says, you mean this horse right here? I said, yeah, what's with that crazy wig? He said, we had uh, someone do a portrait of our horse. And he drew this picture because he said that's his rendition of it. That's what the horse looked like to him with this wig on it. And they said, we don't like the picture. And I said, oh, that's bummer. He said, yeah, we paid $4,000 for it. And we keep it in the closet. And I said, Okay, but why does he keep walking around you and putting his head on your shoulder and saying you're its mommy? And, she, and the woman said to me, because I used to walk out of my house every morning and go out to the stalls, and I would open the stall, and that horse would walk out of the stall, walk around, and put his head on my shoulder. Is there something in real and time? And I picked right up now? on all that. Mm -hmm. How um, would I pick up on that? And how would I know that? And how would it? How would I know they had this wig on its head? And what, how would I what, know that they didn't like that picture? What's the question? That, that JMAC had asked. This is the information I was brought. Um, and what, I can what, only interpret the information or give them information I'm brought. But if mm -hmm. I'm not brought the information, I can't tell you, Jay. Is there any information right now that I know is you're being searching for you? an answer, but if I'm not given that answer, I can't tell you. Is there, who chooses? Gonna, who chooses? The one thing I'm not going to do. Whoop, hold on. I just lost your sound, too. <laughs> Dang. Here is okay. Are you there? Yeah. yeah. Can you hear? yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, I lost yeah. sound there for a minute. So, who, who chooses? Who chooses why, when, and how to give you the information? And that's what I was trying to explain. Not all, not all mediums have the same gift. We all have it differently. It all works for us differently. I get my information by thoughts they put into my mind. I get touched for yes and no answers. That's why I can tell when someone's lying to me. I know you're not lying to me, but. If the if the information was necessary for you to have, then they would give it to me. But if it's not, so I'm not gonna get it. So and if, I and I don't have it to give it to you. 
I wish I did. I wish I could feel, I wish I could heal your pain for you, but I just can't. I just know the basics of why we are here. And I know why we leave. We leave because we're just not meant to be here anymore. And that's just the, that's the ultimate answer. You're here for well, as long as you're supposed to be here. And then you leave when you're supposed to. But everyone here wants to know why things happen. Why did they die? Let's do a toxicology report. Oh, or they found out they had a stroke or they had an embolism. They want to put a, a they want to put a blame on the reason, but the, the true reason of it is is she left because it was just her time to go. And you will understand that when it is your time to go. Why why is it hard. why I is love, it that in a dad and it's hard too? But I know where they are. And I know the place that they are now is a whole hell of a lot better than it is here. Do you, do you not think it's, it's kind of strange that in, in an age where it's so easy to find out information about people that there are more psychics than there have ever been in history? Because more people are being woken up now because of, because of the situation the world is in now. Because there will come a time when people will no longer look to religion and no longer look to government for answers. And they will look towards spiritual people to try to move forward in this life. Because there is going to be a point when things do fall apart. And if you ask any real medium, they all feel the same thing as well, that things are going to come to a head and things are going to turn to shit. And when they do come to shit, eventually they're going to have to grow from that and, and try to live a, a simpler way of life so that we don't have to live with all the, the negativity that we've done in the past 100 years because we've been screwing this place up for 100 years. I mean, fuck you don't even... But the thing is, you don't have to ask a medium to get that answer. I'm a biologist. No, you don't. I'm an ecologist. I know that I'm from a fundamental to, scientific that's one of the reason. things that I'm trying to teach people, that you don't have to actually come to mediums. We all have it within us. Jesus was here to tell us we all have it within us, but we all have to seek that. But most people don't want to seek that. They want to seek it from answers from someone else. They want to. They want validation from some someone else. We're always looking for answers for someone else. We're always looking to be taught. From someone else, but I'm here. To, I teach people how to to tap into themselves and start listening to themselves. Here's the best way you know the spirit is around you, trying to tell you something. When you're driving down the street in your car, and you see a car in front of you, and you think to yourself, "I think I'm going to pass that car," but then you get that gut feeling inside of you that says, "Don't pass the car." Well, don't pass the fucking car, because you're going to get into something you shouldn't. But then how do you know that people don't listen? Because majority of people don't listen is when you're at the hospital talking to your friend who just passed the car and then got into a car accident. And then they tell you three words, three words that they didn't listen. When they say, you know what? I saw that car in front of me, but I just knew. When they say, I just knew, they knew it not to pass that car because spirit spoke to them. But what they did instead was use their free will and their ego to talk themselves out of that and go around that car, and then they just got into a car accident. People get messages all the time. You don't just wake up with these brilliant ideas. Where the fuck do you think you're really getting it from? You're getting it from them. They bring it to us to help us, to help us better our lives, to help us to take care of each other. But what they don't want us to do is sit there and profit off of every single person trying to get every single penny you can get out of somebody's pocket. They want us to take care of each other and share everything in the world. 
to take care of each other and and help each other that you can go to a doctor and a doctor will become a doctor just to be a doctor to heal people not because he's going to make a million dollars so he can buy a fucking maserati because no one needs six cars and seven houses and 10 boats we do need a house we do need some place to live we do need we do need food we do need education we do we do need uh health insurance we need to be able to sustain ourselves in this life but the thing we're trying to learn here is to take care of each other so we don't have to profit off of everybody so we don't have to continuously prove that i'm better than you and you're better than me because no one's better than anyone we're all the same that's what we're trying to learn but people still can't seem to fucking get it so is there not a point where Like where you're at now, where you're saying that there's there's people just don't get it. Surely there's got to come a point from a a, a a physical energy point of view where you think, well, nobody's getting it, so fuck it, I'm not going back. No, you just and you, just quit then and there, and just be like, I tell you, I'm not going back because I do go back, and it's the same story time and time again. People don't listen, and we're just repeating the same thing. So let's no, you just don't have a guys, and we'll just go. Yeah, no, you don't have a choice. Now. You, you again, you are here to learn. And there are beings of a higher, a much higher consciousness who do get it, who do help each other all the time. And this is all, it's all about help. And that's what they are helping us to do is to learn these things as well. To, so we can become that as well. But until, the only reason you would not come back is because you have fulfilled your purpose and had not had to come back. You've learned enough. But the souls that keep coming back here haven't learned enough. And that's why they continuously come back. Does, yeah, does, okay. every, does every does every soul does does every soul you have haven't the same, learned you're, you're learning you're doing okay does does every soul you know have the same you? level do you know how i know you're learning because you're still asking questions well, yeah true. but yeah but Everything, asking questions but sometimes doesn't learning. always lead to the right answers well here's the thing you're only going to learn really two things in your entire life you're only making decisions for two things in your entire life mm what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And if it doesn't work for you, quit fucking doing it. If you walk through a door and there's a nail on the floor and you trip over that nail, what's the lesson to learn there? You go get a hammer, you bang that nail in, and then you walk through that door freely the rest of your life. But as we all know here, there are people who don't do that. They trip over that life, that nail the rest of their lives because they do things that don't work for them. As an example, a girl will say to you, I went out with this guy, he's a piece of shit. And this guy went, he's a piece of shit. And this guy's a piece of shit. Why is he a piece of shit every time? Because he keeps choosing the same type of person. Choose differently. Again, it's a choice. All you have to do is make a different one. But if you continuously, if you're the one who doesn't learn to stop being an alcoholic, you're the person who trips over the nail all the time. Choose but then, so then, free will, uh, free will, and addictive personalities are not the same process, then, because an addictive personality overrides your free will to choose not to be an alcoholic. No, you're, you're, it's your, it's your free will and choice that overrides being an alcoholic. You, because no, you that's into, how addiction works. Addiction isn't well, a case addiction, of free will working. You have addiction, additional needs and helps that get you to that process, but you don't just choose. But that's it. I'm not an alcoholic anymore. Because yes, you mean. do. Because you chose to be an alcoholic. Because you didn't come into this world an alcoholic. You were a baby, and then you chose to put alcohol into your mouth. You so how do you? So on that argument, mouth. on that argument, how do you go against babies that are born meth addicts because the mothers took meth during so, so their babies need it as soon as they're born or they die. 
That's an addiction that you are born with. So therefore, free will has nothing to do with it. That's a disease. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what addiction is. Addiction is a disease. It's nothing to do with free no, will. Addiction is not a disease. When you are you, born with something that is that was in in injected into your system already, like I have diabetes, I have to take di diabetic medicine. I can't choose to not be diabetic. When the when the body is already something put into the body before the body even came out of the wound was already had destruction in it, then you have to take care of that destruction. But mm -hmm. someone else here chooses to be an alcoholic because they, oh, well, my dad was an alcoholic, so I have to be an alcoholic. No, you don't. You don't have to be an alcoholic. You no, you're right. No. Inject, you don't have to inject drugs into your system to no, be it's a not, drug addict. You no, but I'm not saying these people have to. I'm saying it's a desire it. to. Well, they desire because they, they think they need it. But do they really need it? Well, yeah, because your body becomes dependent on it. Well, it only becomes dependent upon it if you choose to do it. Not everybody. But at that point, it's already too late. So I, I get not what you're saying. Late. I understand no, what you're saying. But at that point, it's too world, late. Not everybody in this world drinks alcohol. Not everybody in this world takes drugs. I don't drink alcohol. Mm -hmm. No, I, I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that at that point, it's it's too late to say that free will can override that because the decision's already been made. So the free will is actually what caused it in the first place. So free will can't go against its own free will, because therefore the choice has been made previously. The choice wasn't made previously. You make your own choices for you. No one else does. That's free will. That's you. literally what I've just said. Right. But you but you are the one who are, is choosing to take alcohol or drink or, or do drugs. Only you are making those decisions. You don't wake up out of a, of a body and go, hmm, I think I'm going to get high today. You are influenced by all these things, and you choose to go get high. Mm -hmm. That's true. Influence plays alcohol. a big part in it. Yeah, it does. Influence, no, external factors. Not, no. not everybody does it. Why don't? The, why doesn't everybody do it? Because every a lot of people choose not to do it. Just like you could choose to go to the mall today, but I could choose to go to the park today. Mm -hmm. That's very point. That's a or fair point. Or I could point. choose not to go to the park today. Well, it's one or the other. Mm -hmm. No, you're right. You're you are right. But I'm just saying that at that point, that the choice can sometimes be diminished from what you, because of clouded judgment, because of that need and that right, biological because, desire. Because so at that judgment. point, yeah, yeah. So at that point, the the, the but although, your judgment only becomes clouded because you allow it to become clouded. Just like you allow negative people into your lifetime. I don't care if it's your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your best friend, your so-called best friend, because we all have one of those. If you have people who are negative in your life and who are treating you like shit, the only mm -hmm. reason they are in your life is because you allow them to be in your life. No, you I'm, can choose I, yeah. to not have them in your life, just like yeah. you could choose not to be an alcoholic. Because the only reason you started being an alcoholic is because you chose to drink, and then yeah. you became an alcoholic. I didn't become diabetic. I'm just diabetic. Well, you did. You would have become diabetic at some point, but that was out with. But that would have been out with your control. Because that's a biological requirement. That's not necessarily a choice. I'm 170 well, I, pounds. Do you think I look overweight and I'm out of control? Dude, I'm six Seriously. foot and I'm about 100. Well, I'm 109 kilos, which means technically I'm obese. I ain't obese. I'm just broad. I'm big. I'm heavy. Yeah. And, and sexy. But then statistically, I class as obese, or I class as overweight. I think not obese. So statistically, no, I'm you're obese. Not. 
Yeah, you're you're a fat bastard. Statistically, <laughs> you are. love love you, love you. No, statistically, that's what you. Just, no, but statistically, that's what you class as. But biologically, your body develops coping mechanisms to keep you alive. The choice to need them isn't yours, which in your case is the diabetic thing. All I'm saying is that at that point when you've chosen to say the alcoholic group, no, at that point you say the alcoholic group, you've chosen to be, you've chosen to drink. And then your body goes, okay, this is actually okay for me, which is the initial process. Then at that point, through down the line, you go, right, actually, this isn't good for me, but now my body needs it. So the judgment is taken away from you because of the choice you made earlier. So your free will isn't able to do it again. I'm not saying that you're, you're, what you're saying is wrong. And no, I'm not saying they go back to smoking again because they made a choice to go back to smoking. People, you can stop drinking if you want to. Just no, like but I'm saying it's not as uh, yeah, but I'm saying is it's not necessarily as easy as wanting to. Wanting to and being able to are two different things. But being able to has to start with wanting to. Yeah, but you have to be open to the possibility. Right. And but then that's not, not open to the possibility. Then you're just going to slip down that hole again. But that's not my fault. That is your fault. Yeah, because, it's entirely a again, personal thing, but it then yeah, becomes it the becomes responsibility. The that you chose to drink alcohol. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to do it. No one I've, forced you to do it. No one told you to do it. And no one said you needed to do it. You did it on your own. So everything that happens to you throughout your life, not just alcohol and drugs, but anything and everything that happens to you in your life is yeah. the effect of you making decisions to have it happen. Yeah. Jimmy, Dude, we could argue about this all night. Can, can, can I? I just, I'm just going to inter- I'm just going to interject. Did. I'm going to interject for for one minute. One yeah, minute sure. here. We that that has been one of the most intense debates that we've had throughout this whole thing, and it's all to do with things in this realm. N- right. Nothing. N- this is this is physiological, psychological stuff that we're talking about here. Right. Um, Which none of happens in the other place. Yeah. So, I th- I think. Daniel, there are so many. I think that you could be, if you're willing to come back, I think you could be possibly one of these guests that come back and we have many further discussions with. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the fact that you've taken some tough questions. You've given some some honest answers. Um, I, I think that this could be a relationship that develops from here. And I hope that you'll come back on and discuss this many times again with many other things to discuss. I've been tough on you. Kieran's been tough on you. Kevin's been fucking enjoying himself. This has been <laughs> an absolute blast of a podcast. We will have to end it here, but please keep in touch, and we we will we will do this again. Oh, and uh, uh, I hope I, I hope that we can I hope that we can we can bring something. I really hope that we yeah. can bring something else to our audience in the future that's going to be as engaging as this because this has been absolutely riveting. Kevin, I'll let you take over. No, not at all. I, I, um, you can also get Daniel's podcast Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson on Audible, but you can get that everywhere, Daniel. That's correct, on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, yeah? Yeah, you, uh, that, I have that uh, on there. I also do videos. Uh, we A lot of the show is audio, but a lot of it's video. We show that on YouTube. You can find it on uh, Beyond the Veil mm-hmm. with Daniel Jackson on YouTube. Uh, you can find... Uh, me, if they want to do a reading with me at www.spiritmediumdaniel.com. If you can find Spirit Medium Daniel on YouTube, where I teach people about uh, spirit and why we're here and what our purpose is and all that stuff as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much everywhere. I don't do the uh, the whole Twitter thing and all that stuff because, man, that's just a bunch of uh, 
that's a bunch of people who think they're all their life is all about me taking a thousand selfies all day long. You know that that, that is a self esteem problem. They need to go get that fixed. Uh, that's true. And, uh, I'll yeah. agree with that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He'll, he will agree with me. I'll that. agree with that. I'm going to be the whole discussion. He agrees with me on Twitter. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> no but I'm going to be honest, man. Like I, I apologize for being a bit of a dick. It's just you're my... not being a dick. You're just no, no, no. But, but it's per- one answers. It's perceived I, I, that way because you press for the questions, questions, and usually, I, I understand that sometimes I can be quite a uh, an emotional conversationalist. I get invested in a conversation, and I want to oh, know the should. answer. And you dig for the answer. And if it's come across that way that I'm pushing, you know, and I'm doing uh, in a negative way, it ain't yeah. that way. I, Good. I, I would love for you to come back. Uh, yeah. I could sit and talk to you for months. Yeah, um, exactly. And, and yeah, I have a beer just... with you, except I don't drink beer. <laughs> Dude, there's not alcoholic beers. We got non alcoholic whiskey, non alcoholic wine. You know, you know what, Daniel? We appreciate the fact that you yeah. you continue to argue. You didn't you didn't walk away. You didn't throw a hissy fit. You didn't, as no, we say in this country, chuck no, your toys no. out of the pram. Every yeah. this was this has all been. I think it's been productive. It, yeah. It's been exciting. It's been. I, I hope this 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 should get seen by so many people, and mm-hmm. I really hope it does. And we yeah. really do want to have you back on at some point. But yeah, um, like I yeah, said, yeah. thank thank you okay. very much for your time. And everybody, please check Daniel out on on his uh, socials and YouTube. And uh, it's been an absolute blast. And we hope to see you again soon. Maybe maybe in the next maybe four or five six months we'll do something else right, but we'll just, yeah, thank, yeah, thank you very much for i'm happy thanks. to come on and talk to you guys anytime more. no and I, I don't take anything as a, uh to offense or anything like that and i i don't but one thing that, like i said in the very beginning is i wanted you guys to ask any question you wanted yeah, to yeah. Because, because that's what i want there, there has to be engagement and the only way that you're going to find out answers is by asking questions so yeah, you know, yeah. otherwise what would be the reason of having a podcast? Or as like I like I tell everybody, what what's the point of living if you're not if you're if you're if you're living and you're doing nothing? And what's the point of even being here? Yeah. Exactly. You know? yeah. Exactly. You're, you're here to learn things and 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 fulfill that purpose. But uh, you know, like I said, if you were given everything in your life, you wouldn't appreciate anything. Yeah, you absolutely. You wouldn't learn anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not done learning. Don't you worry. i'm not worried about you handsome (laughs) brilliant well we'll see you guys on the next episode and daniel we look forward to speaking to you again mate thanks again for coming on the jibber podcast thanks for having me on and as i tell everybody uh be good and don't do any stupid shit okay (laughs) take it easy wouldn't dream of it bye thank you for listening to paranormal pattern with kev j mac and kieran in association with Jibber Jabber Podcast. You can watch future episodes live on Facebook Live and on YouTube. You can also catch up on our previous episodes on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Spotify and any available podcast database. Don't forget to check out our website at www.jibberjabberpodcast.com Good night and sleep tight.